Oh no, yeah. One more month and then uh and then we'll be back on to, to get banned again. Yeah, destroy people's copyrights, make money on properties. Okay. So I I'm leading us back in here. What's up everybody? This is uh me, Francisco, and Charles. Here Hi for everybody. Sports Goof seventy nine. Andrew's not joining us today because well he had a little fun with the Florida bar exam. Yeah, and you know, hopefully, you know, Andrew, I don't know if you're listening as you're de-stressing, but we hope you did fine. Big shout out to everybody today who took the Florida Bar. Yeah. Andrew's the only one I know taking it, but for any, and what for people to understand, not to kind of go into a little bit of a soapbox, but it's always important to say about this, law school, med school, any kind of post-secondary school, aside from your bachelor's that follows up, is completely useless to actually furthering your career. It's exams like these for certifications, for getting licenses that really matter and the amount of stress out there is the worst. Because imagine riding the high of, all right, I got my degree, we're done. And then realizing all those four or five years or whatever, if you're part-time soon, might be longer. Well, it means it, nothing. It, was it? It, uh, it reminds <laughs> me of that, that the wrestling meme where the guy comes out, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, Teddy Long. Uh, Hold yeah. on, player. Hold on. That's not how this works. <laughs> and so for everybody who, and I'm going to sound kind of corny, because everybody likes to say the word courage when there's a great endeavor, right? He had the courage. She had the courage. For everybody who has the courage to not, like, give up so close near the end, because we knew guys and gals who quit, Ooh. what, days before to postpone to do everything. So y'all yeah. the real MVPs because you're going in there sick, fed up. Andrew, you're the real MVP. We're just starting this. Because this guy, he didn't postpone this. I guess this is my starting segment. He didn't postpone this because he was scared or he had like comments. We have been building him up, I would say, for a year. And yeah. the CV tried him. The Florida Bar Board of Examiners tried him. Yeah. The universe tried him. <laughs> so him and everybody else who decided to do this, they Alex Smithed it, right? They Alex yeah. Smithed it. You oh know, yeah, you got beat up a little bit because the bar exam is never easy, so you might feel like you had seven sacks. But yeah, Alex Smith, it man, you just say amputate. You say this is my good leg. I'm gonna get it strong. Oh, that's a good question, Freddie. When's the last time we broadcasted during an NFL game? I mean, never. We, last, we did I, the draft. I think we've do, well, we did the draft. We've done the draft, and I think I mean, we might have had like a Thursday show, but I don't think it was during the season. Yeah, we NFL. popped in cherries tonight. Yeah, so hey, and it's your beloved Tennessee Titans. So yeah, know, hey, beat hey if you guys beat the Bills, that helps the Dolphins surprisingly this season. Hey, it's twenty twenty. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, and with the new CBA, you, listen, you can make it in on eight and eight, nine and seven. You just have to beat the right team to get in with this new playoff format. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, let's see what's going down in uh in Texas. I got the Braves and the Dodgers on. There's two outs. Dodgers have bases loaded at the moment. So hopefully, uh, battle of the choke artists. We'll see which one chokes more. The Dodgers did it last night. And uh, yeah, Andrew, yeah, you're a real MVP today. Everybody took the bar exam and didn't die. But feels like dying afterwards. Don't worry. There was a, what was it? Hold on. Let me see if I can search for it. Uh, did you hear about that woman that gave birth? Yeah. 
Yeah, that was that was post up in there. I will say this: the bar exam is not more important than healthy medical attention. Yeah. So I implore everybody: if you get the pregnancy and the labor during the exam, go do that. And if you get anal bleeding, gentlemen, <laughs> just just go, just go, because remember, you know what I will say this about the Florida bar, which you people have to realize, is that all you have to do is just pass it once, sure, but. Living is more important than dying for the Florida bar. I really wish we would have said that four years ago, but yeah, yeah. We're, we're neither here nor there. I can't tell which one's more painful, the birth or the exam. Well, for you, it was the birth. <laughs> or not for for me, it was the birth. For you, it was the exam, if I remember yeah. what you were tested on. Tell me we're for... doing. Oh, we're doing that tonight, Freddie. Don't worry. We're doing that tonight. Who did I have planned for, for this week? Uh, I mean, oh, I got the New York Jets today because they're oh, always man, that, fun to make fun of. That's real too easy. Uh, I know, but it's fun. It's always fun. Hey, Genshin Impact, you're sponsoring us today. PS4. Did you play that? It's on PS4 and PC, so I haven't played it on PC. Free, I played Rogue Company last night on my channel. That's the one. Yeah, I played that. I actually had a lot of fun with it. I suck at it, but I had fun with it. It's a freemium game, right? It's yeah, yeah. It, I think it was briefly, uh, like you had to pay to play it, and now it's free to play. So, um, I think it's like on the Epic Game Store. So that they immediately made it free to play, and now it's on Xbox and PS4 and Switch. So I'm like, yeah, let's give it a shot. I had some fun. Played, oh, played against oh, some bots we picked and... Josh Allen. That's how it starts. Oh, there we go. Look at that. I, I, we have a vested interest in this game too, because we go four and zero. Would be important because yeah, it just tipped it off of his. Yeah, that's unfortunate there. But hey, fortunate for you guys right there. See, Freddie, I haven't played Among Us because I don't. I, I just have an eight-year-old laptop, and PC games. I, I feel like it's got to be all or nothing. But I've heard good things. It's mostly because of the memes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, well, since we're here on the real MVP. I do want to give a shout out to Alex Smith and the, I guess, army of of doctors and nurses and medical staff that basically uh, made him was it the bicentennial man or whatever, just million dollar man, just uh, they they could rebuild him. Maybe and his they, family too, because yeah. not a lot of people would support that. You yeah. know, I I, oh, well, I, mean, I mean he made his money already, and we can say yeah. that, but but still like. You know, hey, she, he's got, you know, I think like two young kids and his wife there. I mean, he already made their money for a lifetime, you know, a couple of generations. But See, still. if it was Philip Rivers, they would have to keep playing because he has like 10 kids now. <laughs> That's true. Um, and look at that. It's unfortunate that suddenly Alex Smith comes back from that and then Dak Prescott oh. goes down with his injury. So it's like, oh, the the the, uh, the football gods. They know and it's no the mercy. NFC East too. Oh, touchdown! Is that AJ Brown? The That's NFC AJ East, the, the the dumpster fire division of the NFL. How we'll talk about NFL to talk about NFL because I don't want to bleed too much into it for our collective ADD, mm. ADHD. But Alex Smith, man, like we we harp on it a lot because I feel it's been a two year endeavor. He was still young too, because to be an NFL quarterback, your longevity is now prolonged to what thirty eight, thirty nine. Yeah, and he ends up coming back to a team that was presumed to just throw him out of the world because they had Dwayne Haskins 
But, you know, petty politics, we'll expand more on that. I want to get Freddie's intake on that, too, because yeah. that's always important to me about giving up on young quarterbacks when they really didn't get a chance. I mean, he got, um, yeah, he, said he got sacked six times. I mean, he, he hung in there. He hung mm-hmm. in there, and he survived. And you know what? He probably loved it. It was that real it was that real kind of that test that will that might it's like yeah. charles when charles pulled his shoulder you know a couple of years back at the gym and then felt accomplished trying to bench press like 80 pounds to get mm-hmm. back into it you get a certain kind of excitement now mind you it's not life threatening the way it was but you know what guys got to take care of my vanity too alex smith but i i wonder the one thing i do wonder is this is how much is enough you know, I'm not saying like another major injury would happen to him to make him stop, but what if he gets a unrelated injury? Because he had a history of injuries aside from getting your leg basically ripped apart. He had concussions. That's how that to the Colin Kaepernick era. A couple popped collarbones. When is enough enough? That's another I mean, question. But we're so proud of you. I, you know, some guys they they that's all they know, man. It's all they've been playing football since they were kids. That's all they know. That's all they understand. It's all they can see for themselves. So some guys it takes it takes a, a while for them to walk away, and sometimes it takes horrible things for them to walk away. And you know, I mean, something Lauren horrible Taylor happened to him. Had... He could have just eat as easily walked away, just like okay, give me all the surgeries, let me at least be able to walk and play with my kids. But uh, no, he 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 did more than that. He came back to play professional football. Be it on a Washington team that's terrible, but still, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to come back to that I mean, myself. If I, were I mean, you got you got to think about it. Lawrence Taylor has like twenty concussions. Mm-hmm. Pay Manning went under the knife four times reportedly. I mean, there's so many. I mean, heck, Troy Aikman retired because of his concussion history. I mean, know? Steve Young just died on the field. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was no between. But with Alex Smith, yeah, you want to see him succeed, and it's so rare. Because I think in the NFL, it's so easy to hate on quarterbacks, no matter who they are. I mean, you always end up hating them. There is no feel-good story. Even um, even Dak Prescott was really just vilified you know, coming into it. We're definitely going to expand on that because I don't want to bleed over. But Alex was like that one QB that you're like, love him. Yeah. You know, right? Because immediately, just, just because yeah. you know he's been underrated after his first. You're giving that man series. a hug. That's for sure. Yeah, we we do not we do not score him. I feel like we should shift from the Jets to the Redskins now, but uh, <laughs> for, for that segment. But who knows? Um, but yeah, so Alex Smith, real MVP, and then to switch into another one briefly, Mark Cuban. Good on you for yes. giving back to help out Delonte West. I know we reportedly talked about, but he actually did pick him up and drop him off at a rehab center. I think that matters. Um, we we talked about Delonte West a couple weeks ago on the show. He was one of the first. Um, players that kind of come out with his openness of what bipolar depression or schizophrenia one of the two so please forgive me for not quoting exactly we are not prepared people that's why goofs is in our name but to see an owner kind of give back to a player who wasn't even on that team that long i think it was a season and yeah a half. it was just like his it was like the last team that he was with before he i guess couldn't make it in the league he was in there he was under um he was on their d league team I think the Aus was it. What's for the oh the Texas Stars? That's what that's what the D League team. Hey, what or the G League, whatever you want to call it. Ah, better know a minor league team. There you go. See, see, I'm getting good at it, man. Uh, I know, I know the G League teams. Andrew. Yeah. So um, yeah, but there but he is it, on a ranch in Texas. But I don't think what people realize why it matters is because 
for your collective PAs, a lot of them only focus on the current players. And I would even venture the rookies, right? Because that's where you protect those players and their investments. That's how you get a lot of the issues of the guaranteed contracts. So they have that, that scale prevention and everything. And then you get, once you're out, you're out. It took NFL players to have to sue for the concussions, right? Yep. To get into that. And then NBA, I don't even know what your protection is. You know what they tell you financially or any kind of support stability? They tell you go play overseas in China. Stefan Marbury can tell you that, and Stefan had some issues back in the day. Um, so I think that kind of matters, and maybe maybe that's something they want to realign, because maybe the idea is they'll shift their beliefs once LeBron retires, once mm. a lot of the older guard retires who are more player-focused than ever before, because even though the recent wave of players who did retire, Dwayne Wade, you know, Ray Allen... And I'm just going off some heat, guys, because yeah, really... Uh, the guys that came up in Duncan, the early 2000s. Yeah, Tim Duncan, stuff like that. They're in a weird transition because it's not too far out, and they were never really part of those big CBAs. The guys that we just named on um, didn't have as much active role, but you Are know when you Chris Paul... Are kidding me? Uh, Freddie Freeman just hit a two-run home run. We're going to talk about that. Oh, my God. It was a very hard week for us sports-wise, but we're going to converse about it. But it's not Clayton Kershaw who is starting because he had to get scratched for his no. back. No. Um, but you know, maybe once the big active leaders who voice a lot of their concerns come into play, then you'll see about post health. Because isn't that what you want? I mean, you're buying into a pension plan anyway amongst a lot of the leagues and the contracts you sign as rookies or any kind of organization. So you want that health and support. Unfortunately, you don't have the best financial advisors. Talk to Warren Sapp, but <laughs> the NFL. Um, and like forty thousand Jordans. They had yeah, to sell. And, and it was just like going to GameStop. I'll give you. 40 cents for them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's those are my two contributions. Or three, because we talked about it. Andrew, Alex Smith, and Mark Cuban. There we go. All right, then. So that's those are our real MVPs. And I guess because Freddie really wants it. And you know what? We were on the NFL, and, and we, we like talking about terrible teams. Let's go hug bump scorn. Let's, let's do it, Charles. Let's uh, do it. I'll, I'll fire up ESPN NFL right now. All right, give me one second. I have to get something at the door. I'll be right back. All right, then. So, all right, everybody. So, if you don't know, this is where we take a look at the rosters of well, any team, really. It doesn't have to just be the NFL. But lately, we've been doing the NFL because we're in the middle of the NFL. NHL's over. NBA is now over. And Major League Baseball's in their playoffs at the moment, but... Uh, NFL players or football players in general, you, you don't really see a lot of their faces or a lot of people don't recognize their faces because they're always behind the helmet. It's kind of like the Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is purely based on some of it. Well, really, it's it's all arbitrary, really. <laughs> there's, there's no real scale. There's no real um, uh, criteria for for who gets a hug and who gets a, a fist bump and who receives or scorn who 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 we don't even want to touch with a with a six foot pole so and scorn could be because they scare us or maybe they're just not you know delicate on the face you know there's some things that come into play I'm a biased yeah. man mm-hmm so uh, here we're we're looking at the great old New York Jets just a a fantastic NFL franchise. Really, with the best of the best, they are quite. I mean, they're not even the, the New York Knicks of the NFL. I, I I don't even know what to describe them as. They're just freaking the Jets. Well, the New York Knicks of the NFL has to be Cleveland, dude. You know, oh, maybe, maybe. 
It has to be. Right. I mean, I, 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 I'd, I'd sooner trust the Winnipeg Jets to play football for me before the New York Jets. That's for sure. Yeah, I and mean, here's in Cleveland's turning it around, so maybe I shouldn't poo-poo on them. But you know, you sometimes look into ownership who interferes. Yeah. But the New York Jets, you know, they make everybody green with envy, I suppose. Ah, oh, hey, look at that! Look what you did there. Okay, did you mean to do that? Did you mean to do that? Uh, I'm, I'm five steps ahead, four steps oh, behind. All right. So let's let's go with Bless Austin. His name is Bless. All right, Charles. He's a cornerback. Rutgers drafted last year, sixth round. All right. I, I feel like I feel like he needs a hug. I feel yeah. like he needs a hug. I mean, cause... his name is Bless. Yeah. You know that that's yeah. the type of guy who will give you a hug. All right. And, and his his nose is I'm kind sure of big, so I feel his, like he needs a hug. You know, I'm sure his like maybe his his parents or his father's like a pastor or something. I I don't know. It, it seems like that's what that's his upbringing. It seems like it just by his name. All right. We're not going to delve deep into this. We're just going straight mm-hmm. off of what we see and and what ESPN gives us here on the uh, on the top of their of their pages here. All right. All, all this so- is all we know about the man. So if he does something right, does someone say "God bless, bless"? A, is there and a bio? People. He's from Queens. All right. All right. Uh, he went to Rutgers. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, I don't, there's not much else. No, no, nothing about his his life's history. That's fine. All right. Let's. Uh... Okay, Charles. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Marky Christian. Um. Looks like the predator to me. Uh, you know is, what? I, is, I would wait. I would bump it just so he could back me up in a fight. I, I just <laughs> a preemptive bump is like I got you. You got my back. All right, here. <laughs> just get yeah, on like his he, good side immediately. He's he kind of. I'm not gonna lie. He's kind of intimidating. Like if you walked into the men's stall yeah. and he says you need to step out, I I would take that. Does I he understood. have a T Mac? tattoo on his throat i i, I kind of need you to like find a way to superimpose that a little bit all right so bless his full name is bless son bless sound but let, oh, let's go on this one. man my marquee Kristen here uh, it's the he, hair it's he the has... hair it's not even the dreads it's the color of the hair i'm like all right i know not to f with you <laughs> so he's got a t i don't know if this is maybe i don't know if because t mark i'm t mac I'm, I, or maybe he's really loves Tracy McGrady. Oh, which, I'm taking I'm taking a peek on Google here. I, I'm not just to get more info. I'm not getting a T Mac tattoo on my throat. That's for sure. Listen, anybody who gets a Tracy McGrady, anybody who gets a tattoo of any kind on their neck, is <laughs> either a tough person or a stripper. So <laughs> I, I'm going to agree. Usually it's the star tattoo or porn star, mm. but um, I'm gonna. Fist bump him for protection. We're not stupid up in here. All right, then. Yeah, the preemptive fist bump. I get you. Oh, holy crap. ESPN has just gone. Whoa. Dear Lord, just gave me a bit of a seizure there. Glitching. Yeah. The heck. All right, we're, we're back. We're back on the New York Jets here. Uh, all right, Charles. What about our, what about our great guy here? Le'Veon Bell. All right. 
I like Le'Veon, man. Yeah. I mean, he's past his prime, but he's a happy guy. He come. He looks like the guy who kicks down and goes, he goes, I got chilies, and you're all happy. Is he the um, type of guy that watches Star Trek? Oh, he's totally the guy who watches Star <laughs> really? Trek. Really? I all think right. he's also the guy that watches not Golden Girls, but Designing Women. Watch Designing Women. And also yeah. watch Star Trek Discovery because they're supporting us for a second mm. week in a row. All Maybe right. Mac are his initials. Very, yeah, probably. We're stupid. We There uh, we are. I think it's all sports related. All right, so i got to ask you this, guys. How pretentious do you have to be to get anything remotely in your name or initials on your body as a tattoo? What does that say about you? Unless you're going to get Alzheimer's and forget your name, so it's a nice reminder, but I don't <laughs> see the point of it. Yeah, that that's... And here's the thing about Le'Veon. You know, when he gets traded this season, I hope him best success to wherever he goes. Everybody's had the, like, uh, for people who don't have tattoos, I'm sure everybody's had the conversation of, if you were to get a tattoo, what would you get? Where would you get it? You know, uh, I've seen, you know, video game tattoos, and I've hated all of them. Yeah. There are there are some impressive ones out there. I don't 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 get you're, me wrong. You're tattoo free, right? Your body yeah. is an innocent white canvas waiting to be Vincent Van Gogh at the right time. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, the video game ones are that. definitely the whitest of canvases. That's for sure because the people who get those don't get out very much. But um, true. Yeah, I I cannot I cannot get behind getting a video game tattoo. I. I will say this. Marlin's tattoo, maybe, I would say this. but it would have to be just the fish. Marky somewhere. Christian's neck tattoo is better than Cody Rhodes' neck tattoo, so that's all I have to say. <laughs> and I couldn't, that, just saying that, and I can never do a sports tattoo. A video game tattoo, I don't think I love any kind of video game. And for us in our age group, it has to be the video game that's carried out throughout the three generations because we're both in our 30s. So it has mm. to be a Nintendo-based reference, right? Like, I'm wearing my Sonic the Hedgehog socks today that I did for court, but getting a tattoo mm. of a ring, I don't know. Maybe that's okay. That, that's Or you know what? I'll one-up it. If I got married, you know, I would just get my ring finger to be a Sonic the Hedgehog golden ring. That's cool, right, if anybody wants to do that. But that's about as much of an investment I would go into. Um, what what else could there be? I mean, if you were a Legend of Zelda fan, you can get the Master Sword I mean, or you the, get Triforce. the Triforce. I guess, because uh, I guess you would get something. I mean, it depends on how deep of a fan you are and how easily embarrassed or unembarrassed, whatever that you feel I think like, if you, you make know? that commitment, you don't have that tattoo. It's not yeah. like having your ex's name and then you have to scrawl it out. I, right. I think you consciously know that decision. Yeah. But I just wonder what gaming franchise, because I can tell you it would not be anything in the PS3 or the PS4 generation for me. It would have to be in that Sega Nintendo. It has to be something iconic. Lot. You would have to get something iconic because it has to be something that you know will last. You you're not getting um, I don't know an alone in the dark tattoo. I, I I'm just naming a game from that generation that I that I can remember. You know you're not getting anything like that. Okay, so you need honestly, an iconic gotta, character of some sort. If I got a Slippy from Star Fox, do a barrel roll. It, oh, it just God. has to happen. Like you talk about worst tattoo with the greatest meaning, it would be that. Yeah. That's I mean, like getting we'll, a Donatello tattoo. Um, do you want to watch yourself? Because Turtles in Time is foundational, and all four Turtles are fine, but Raphael's my favies. I know, um, but of all the ones, you're not getting a Donatello one unless you really, really identify with them. I'll amp it up. It's like getting a Casey Jones tattoo. 
because you know the, Donnie had his purposes. He had his you know the, the damn it. There's a touchdown, but the long staff helps out a lot. It's there. Um, the bow staff that he has. I was watching the TMNT on for the Nickelodeon show because I watched some stuff when I work out. And it's surprisingly great. Um, I only watched like a season and a half, and now I'm on like halfway through season two. But tattoo wise, I, I couldn't get anything this generation, you know, because mm. everything's so controversial. And then you play, and you're like, "What was I thinking?" <laughs> it's like saying, Star "Hey, Wars. siphon filter." And I'm like, yeah, ah. "Star Wars Battlefield." You're getting an anthem tattoo. That's <laughs> all right. So Frank Gore, you're giving him oh, the fist you bump out of respect. <laughs> Destiny. You're getting. Oh, I would kiss that man. Look. You're... <laughs> No, I don't no. think he would let you. Our That's... lips connecting, you know, just for the you representation. Okay, I mean, well, I, 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 you know, I... I don't. It's just like the coal job situation. I don't like it either, but someone's got to do it. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's the work ethic. No, I mean, and honestly, he gets a hug. If he allows me to hug him, I would hug him, because he he's still going now, man. At like you know, th- three hundred and seven years old. He can't really run, but don't try to tell him that. And for some reason, he keeps getting jobs, even though he's in New York because he follows his boy Adam Gase. Oh, that's right. I didn't even know. I mean, what that. would you do? Would you fist bump him? Would you stay out of his way? He's also one of the most intimidating looking men out there. Exactly. No, I fist bump the man out of respect, and then I walk away after he tells me to walk away. That's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, did you ever see uh, the movie? You ever see the movie Life with Eddie Murphy and uh, Mar Lawrence? And he go, that guy comes in the jail, goes, "You mind if I have a piece of your cornbread?" You say, "Yeah, take it. I don't fucking care." <laughs> you know, he's a scary man. I'm, I'm sure he will gore you. Probably a teddy bear, but he won't. I, I don't think I've ever seen Frank Gore smile. Hmm. You know, when you know when Frank Gore's gonna smile when he finally does what he needs to do to accomplish in the football world and just disappear. Yeah. All right, then. Let's go to the next one. Jimmy Murray. Huh. Jimmy Murray. I'm trying Let's to see. Think. It hasn't loaded up for me on your end. Okay. It, it, it should be soon. There he is. Um, I don't know. I don't think I can give that man a hug. It's so serious. Um, I feel like he would bury me under his floorboards or something. Jimmy, all right. He just came on. Um, is he a ginger? He looks like Chucky the doll became I, human I don't and think gained three hundred pounds. I, I don't think he's. I don't think he. Um, I don't know. It's kind. Of, I mean, when you grow out your beard um, long enough, it changes color. So I don't know if if that's the effect that's happening there, or he's got kind of like a two tone thing where the hair is a different color than the beard. Oh no, he's he, he he's a ginger. Okay. I'm looking on the regular Google. Okay. All right then. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold to it. He reminds me of a uh, Chucky the Good Boy doll that became a human, and it's basically reverse Pinocchio. He also got some killer <laughs> eyes on you. All right. How about how how about our main man here? How about Adam Gase? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, so here's my thing about Adam Gase, and I never drew the comparison until the other day when I realized he's still employed, but Bill O'Brien and Dan Quinn wasn't. Mm. You remember the movie Monsters, Inc.? 
Yes. You know Randall? The... Played by Steve Buscemi? The chameleon or whatever it yeah, was? The, yeah, the bad guy, yeah. The lizard-looking guy? Yeah. I present to you the human form of Randall. <laughs> it's pretty sworn, but not fire, apparently, yeah. 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 But, I mean, just look at it. And you know what? Google. Go Google Randall. Do it. For our sake. This is our show. Andrew's not here. So you know we're going to be a little bit worse. And there's no level. But if you just think about it, you think that demeanor, <laughs> we just add a tail. And then um, it just kind of... He slithers around anyway. He's able to slither around. Yeah. I thought he was thinking, when they do fire him this year, he's going to be an offensive coordinator somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I love his remark. He's like, I thought about giving up my play calls because I kind of respect it. You know, I kind of respect it when he's just like, he's basically just chilling <laughs> for yeah. the most part. He, he's not doing anything else. He understands that he's untouchable because you know what? His agent probably got him guaranteed money and a coach contract, which mm. is rare. But this is what his second year. So it's like, I'm telling you, look at it. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's up, just up, right Patrick there. from Spongebob looks like you can eat it all again the, the ugly episode is look at it oh boy no everybody I, I yeah now I'm thinking right. about who I don't want to scroll down too, full, too far on, and, these, on these pages because uh, I feel like I'll remember when Charlie Weiss really was cool. still around rule 34 yeah <laughs> They call him Sully for a reason. Hold on, Charles. I'm detecting for some reason. I'm you gotta think about the like most Pixar-looking like character. The coach has to be me talking read, right? and you talking. Do you notice that? That I'm talking over you sometimes. Okay. So, um, I, I don't know what prompted it. I, I thought it's just because I'm rude. <laughs> no, no. Let me uh, let me hang up. I'll call you back, and we'll see if we can get this thing back in sync. This is the first time this has happened. So, hey, something new for once with our technical difficulties. Give me a second. All right. All right, folks. Don't worry. We'll get Charles back on the horn. Let's see if this will fix the, the situation. He kind of looks like Bing Bing from Inside Out anyway, I would imagine. That's my statement. I think Francisco's back now. He just joined the chat. What's up? Hey, hello. Are you synced with me? I hope so. Okay, all right. Yeah, you you responded immediately right there. Perfect. I don't even know what happened there. Not even sure. Well, it's not sports goofs without a little bit of goofing around, right? Yeah. All right, so I think we're done with the New York. I don't even want to talk about the New York Jets that much anymore. We're done with them. Adam Gase is the cap. Would you you hug Scorn or bump? Sam Darnold. We don't have to look at his mug. But uh, I, I feel for him. I think that man needs a hug just for he sympathy's so sake, you know? He had mono. Who the hell gets mono? It's like getting, you know, yellow. I uh, mean, fever. we're all wearing masks anyways, right? So. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that, this man needs a hug more than anybody. And not just a hug that'll take him down and he gets a sack. No, then a different type of hug. Man, he's he. You know, there was a tweet that I. <laughs> uh, what, which one was it? I think I sent to you guys. Somebody else that made the idea of that. Um, guy was you know turning the ball. Oh, no, that was Daniel Jones. That's a comment that's not PG thirteen appropriate. Oh, okay. But well. I, I really. But Sam Darnold also turnover machine too. I'm just trying not to get us fined. But look at him. He's so lovable. 
And then he he's so lovable that everybody in the defensive line wants to hug him. <laughs> and that offensive line, including Mackay Becton, do not give a crap. Yep. All right. So let, let's get back to the main screen here. We'll go. I mean, we're we're gonna stick with the NFL right now. All right. So okay. uh, week five hap. Well, I guess it's still technically happening because your team is still playing right now. They're tied seven seven with Buffalo at the moment. You're all welcome. Mm-hmm. So. Atlanta, the the failing continues. They are 0-5, and they finally decided to fire both their head coach and their general manager. A long time coming, Charles. Not soon enough, right? Hmm. Nope. Not, not and enough. it's a statement, because the week prior it was Bill O'Brien, and we know it was because he pissed off J.J. Watt, not hmm. Deshaun Watson, but I really think it was both. But the idea is if we're going to fire people midseason, it makes no sense to bring in anybody anyway because a lot of these coaches are not going to get a fair shot um, to get a chance to develop. They're just they're as bodies, so why don't you just stick it through? For Bill O'Brien, it's because he pissed off the wrong people. For Dan Quinn, it was just Arthur Blank looked at him and said, I, I just can't deal with you anymore. We are in a loveless <laughs> marriage. You have hurt our children. You've abused them. Julio Jones is basically dead because of you. Matt Ryan is basically dead because of you. You're not utilizing Todd Gurley the way that Charles needs you to in both his fantasy leagues. Calvin really is the only one who's branched out, and he's going to become better than all this. But you, and then you, Thomas Dimitrov, I'm sick of you. And he lets them go. Mm. For Bill O'Brien, it was too much of a consolidation of power, and he got Caesared pretty damn quickly, I would say. For yeah, would it be Caesar? Hmm, I wonder. I'll go through my uh, my history lessons in the different time period, but I would say it's a little bit of both. Yeah, power corrupts, absolute power. All right, sure. But um, for for Dan Quinn, it was just I was calling this last year. I think everybody else was because ever since the Super Bowl, it was a big decline. Yeah. And I would say blowing the Super Bowl is terrible, but not the basis to fire that year or the following no, year no i mean that that was just like hey an epic collapse but they still pretty much had most of their pieces the following season and and then well it's just been a spiral ever but, since and now we're fine we've they finally hit rock bottom they lost to carolina who i thought was a rebuilding team but they're they're mm. starting off three and two they're oh there's a here's a stat here they're three and oh without christian mccaffrey yeah. So that's a thing. You know? Uh, but, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Look at that. 20 plus fantasy points. How's your fantasy team doing? Freddy's ATL gives us some points. So there you go. Well, I have two people on ATL. So, side note Big Papa Pump got changed into Trash at Trujillo, and I've been on a three game winning streak nice. since. I have Todd Gurley in both the leagues. I said, this is the year I said LA did them wrong, did him wrong. And I'm kind of correct. He helped me win last week by .26, and this this week he had me 22. And I have Matt Ryan on the bench as the backup quarterback, but I think they'll write the wrongs because Raheem Morris got elevated. Dirk Cutter is going to be even more simplistic. Just feed my man the ball. We're doing good. Three and two. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm beastly. I have Christian McCaffrey, and he got injured, so I picked up Mike Davis. So it benefits me. The problem is, is that when McCaffrey comes back, I don't want to drop Mike Davis because I think they should utilize a two-back system. So that's the predicament that we feel. But for Atlanta, it's just got to happen. And here's the thing. I don't know what you want to do with that team after. And that's the scary part because do you get rid of Julio? Do you get rid of Matt Ryan? And we know that Julio Jones can still be there, but 
I say he's in the twilight. Another three years and he's out. And then with Matt I mean, Ryan, think, he's going to be a great journeyman quarterback soon. I think you – I mean, if you're, if if you're Atlanta, I mean, it really depends on what they want to do. do. Do they want to hit the reset button and start over? I mean, they might have to at this point. I mean, you're 0-5. You've fired your coach and your GM. You might as well hit the reset button. And, hey, with some respect to those two guys, go. Go find your Super Bowl hopefully someplace else because you're not getting it here in Atlanta. But hear this out, man. The one time I researched something, Ooh. because it just happened up, they are like over 30-plus million in the cap for the next couple of years because of the contracts they have in Ryan, Julio, Grady Jarrett, Keanu Neal. And Calvin really is going to get paid. They got let go of Austin Hooper, but a lot of tight ends can be a dime a dozen. Are we going to return that for a touchdown? No, we're not. You picked up Hayden Hurst in a trade. He might have to get signed up. You, you have Alex Mack who might go. So you you have to do a fire sale. And no matter and here's the sad part for them. And this is why I might advocate for keeping the status quo. All the things that you could do to create the fire sale, you won't get enough cap release. You'll still have to pay the guaranteed money, and you're probably not going to get any big investments on the picks that come in because Julio could probably get you maybe a third rounder, the highest, because no one's going to give you higher than that because of the injuries. He's 31, going to be 32. For Matt Ryan, at 35, no one's going to give you anything higher, I would say, than a fourth rounder for him. And I don't see him redoing his contract because at this stage of the game, no one's going to pay you that high amount. And he's going to be great, I think, systematically. But you can place him in certain places, but the whole purpose is getting younger. That's the downside of these quarterbacks wanting to play when they're old is that some of the young guys can do the same thing. So now what? Um, so it's very interesting compared to the NFC South, who they're building, you know, because you have Teddy bringing in Teddy two gloves. Tom is going to forcibly be there for two years because he can get the money, so they don't have to worry about that till later. Drew Brees has not looked good. I'm going to switch that to, like, last night's game because I feel like I want to keep it to the NFC South because everybody wants to love it. And it's like in between, but mm-hmm. I was I watched the entire Chargers game with them. Yeah, Justin Herbert got robbed uh, to, because one Michael Bagley just couldn't make the yeah. kick, and fifty yards is not easy. So I hate pundits who are like, he missed the kick. Fifty yards is not fifteen. We need to understand and respect that and recognize that. But two, Gus Bradley, you as a defensive coordinator is kind of trash, bro, because in that overtime backing, you knew Breeze was going to be surgical if you gave cushion. And you let him do the whole way. I'd rather just blitz and give up on the deep and just accept it compared to just let him undercut, undercut, undercut and lead to a field goal or this time the Taysom Hill touchdown run. So big problems in the NOLA because even though you won, you don't convince me. Drew Brees' arm is not there. He's too reliant on wide outs. And yes, everybody is. But this was a guy for a decade plus that would just check his reads and then toss and he feels pressured. There's some injuries. Defense looks fine, except for some blown-up plays, but that's how it be sometimes, right? And then uh, just to go on Tampa, yeah, 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 lost to Chicago. It feels like such a long ways away because it was Thursday. Yeah. But Brady getting confused about the fourth down is just a little bit of the system's not in check, but Did they're going to bounce tweet back. regarding uh, LeBron, LeBron or whatever? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I loved yeah. it because Tom can make fun of himself, but uh, with Tampa, they lost Vit Vea. So it surprises me, but I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Carolina might be the team that comes out. And maybe it's because the Panthers have played easy teams because the Falcons are not intimidating, let's be honest. Mm. Um, 
so that can lead to some of the stuff. But sometimes you just got to win them early. Early, and they got nothing going on with DJ Moore really. He's boomer bust, and Matt Rule looks like the kind of pressure point kind of coach, where just run the ball, let Teddy not turn the ball over. That's fine. But Robbie Anderson's your deep ball guy. Your O line's holding up. Your deep, your defensive line with Kawan Short and then Eter Gross Matos and a few other ones can do some good stuff. It'd be very interesting because it seems like Francisco that we have a lot of first year coaches well, who are amazing or let's, going let's to see. The Carolina Panthers. The, well, their next game is against the Chicago Bears. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> it seems like oh they should be able to beat the Bears, but apparently nobody. I, well, not nobody. They've lost one game, but the Bears seem to find a way to win. They're the most unbelievably believable 4-1 team. Yeah, like, exactly. No, they're not good, but they're advantageous. They, they're taking on the Saints the following week after that, which I guess is still winnable just by, I mean, the Saints' performance so far this season. There's Atlanta again. That should be another victory. Uh, if they if they can copy and paste this this type of unless uh, I don't know who's who's replacing Dan Quinn for Atlanta I don't even know they're gonna elevate Raheem Morris former okay. Buccaneers coach okay then Kansas City that well I mean Kansas City just lost but that should be a loss then they'll face Brady the Detroit Lions that should be a win the Vikings they they can win that too boy yeah the Broncos they could wow the Panthers I, wow I'm looking at this the Panthers right? could pull this out. If, really, if you they build consistency, and this is what I'll tell you: if you work to your strengths and you just try to protect your weaknesses, that's winning football. I'm like John Madden over here, right? Mm. But uh, yeah, Freddie Mike Davis is a former Bear. Um, same thing with Teddy playing against the Saints. If you know how to read those things, Teddy has the most knowledge. He knows how Sean Payne would work. He was pretty astute. He had lots of starts there. Um, saw them both play life. Always like to touch upon that. Um, but I, I want to shift it to your team. The Dolphins. Ah, the Dolphins. Hey, and man. I, it's, a, it's a win with an asterisk because everybody was injured, but damn it, uh, it's a good win. Oh, no. It, it was uh, it, it was refreshing to see the Dolphins win a game that, uh, you know, given the circumstances of what's going on with San Francisco and stuff, we get it. But, but take it. they still won a game that I believe they should have won given those circumstances. You don't want to lose a game like that. You don't want to be the Giants? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. You, you don't want to lose a game like that. They went all the way to, to Santa Clara uh, and, and beat them, all right? Uh, and it was, I mean, it was just a thorough beatdown. Just a thorough beatdown. Freaking Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic on that day. No Fitzception, all right? He, when, he, when he gets more... More t- uh, interceptions and touchdowns, and that be- he becomes Fitzception. He's he's a Jekyll and Hyde in that way. Uh, we still haven't used Tua the, yet. I, I wanted to know why, because here's the thing: you won forty-three to seventeen. You thoroughly outscored them by the third quarter. Why? So, look, look at this. Look, look at this stat times. for Fitzpatrick. Uh, he's now thirty-one, twelve, and one in his career in games without a turnover. All right, so. If he, it's like he would be a Hall of Fame quarterback if it wasn't for his fitception persona. People like that gunslinger mentality, yeah. and he's yeah. smart too. It's just he's ballsy. But and he'd be Brett that, Favre if if, if, if 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 things had gone a different way. Instead, he's he's just Brett Tarve, Favre. Um, 
so why not Tua? Why not did we just give a little tryout to see what you have? I mean, you did 28 attempts. You had a lead in the third quarter. It's just that Brian Flores doesn't want to cause any unnecessary injury. Because I found that interesting. Granted, you guys ran the ball close to 30-plus times. And mm. I like Miles Gaskin for fantasy purposes, but your offense would be so much better if you knew how to get a guy who can run between tackles. Um, ooh, is that A.J. Brown going to touch down? Almost. Um, Matt Breda hasn't really shined into it, but it was good. It, it was what you needed to do. And, yeah, you picked off Garoppolo because he was uncomfortable. But the, I think what mattered most is you, you just kind of kept with the rhythm. And yeah. Devontae Parker... Had only two catches, but still something. But Preston Williams, I think he had a, a long ball, so you take away 47 yards yeah. of that. But it, it just feels like next year. And when we say next year, we say next year if you had a dynamic running back and there might right. be some dudes available. And if you had more wide receivers, because I can't buy into Mike Kosicki. It really just seems like when he plays bad defenses, that's when he shows up. But for a, de- for a tight end, you want a guy who can block and who can catch in the, the end zone for the most part. Mm-hmm. But um, it can be very interesting to see what they do there. It's, but it, it's good for to be in your position at it, two and three. It's a it's an encouraging – It's an it, well, I mean, they're doing better than they were last season already. That's, that's one. Uh, look, nobody expected the playoffs this year. And given the way – Things will go. Maybe there could be a miracle, but it'd be very hard. Uh, like I said, they, they've got some tough teams that they're facing this season. Uh, from the, uh, I, mean, I think, um, I think we, we've yet to face. I think we have to face the Chiefs this year. So there's, there's, there's. It's going to be difficult, but it's encouraging. I think Brian Flores is is also lear- he's learning on the on the fly as well. But so here's this, here's this your team schedule. Is, it's getting ready, man. It's it should be next season where they can at least compete for a spot, and it it won't seem like a fluke. Yeah. Well, you take every fluke that you can get. But best case scenario schedule at two and three. So I'm next we've got the New York Jets. Well, if that's a win. If if uh, you know everything clears up for them with regards to the virus. Yeah. Got the LA Rams who are playing well. I don't expect us to win that one. No. The Arizona Cardinals, that's a winnable game. Yeah, you can win that. Uh the Chargers. LA Chargers. Yeah, you can win it because they choke. Yeah. Uh Denver Broncos, that's a win. The yeah. Jets again, that's a win. Win. The Bengals. Win. Yeah. The Chiefs, that's a loss. The Patriots, that's a loss. The Raiders are playing well. Right now, we'll see what happens by the end of the season. And the Bills, oh, we'll see what happens after tonight. Well, well, now, won't we? It's, yeah, it's possible. But that could but, come out 8-9, to nine, and that just might be enough yeah. to get what you have to get. Assuming there's no injuries and assuming that there's consistency. But I will say this. Flores seems to be the only Patriot hire in the last several years who seems competent. Because Matt Patricia, garbage. I mean, Great I think it's because he's... I mean, I mean, how long he he was with? He was under Bill, Belichick's system for quite a while, so that's a long time to learn. It wasn't like he became like the hot shot that uh, seemed like the first one to, to get a job out the gate. It seems like. Um, so it's oh man, the Dodgers are really gonna choke this one, aren't they? They're not gonna win the National League Championship. They really are hey. not. Hey, hey, three Anybody nothing. Anybody but the Astros. 
And go Rays. Go Rays, I guess. Go, yeah. go Rays. Go Rays. Go Rays. I mean, go, Rays. go Rays. Keep it out of the National League, I guess. Sheesh. Go Rays. And we'll talk about that in our basketball segment because, yes, it's been a very And I will turn heel if it's the Braves and the Astros. I tell you. Oh. Oh, man. I, no. I've got my I, Astros I, hat. It is It is on standby. I'm telling I mean, you. I will. Listen. Spoiler alert. I will quit baseball for the rest of my life. And I'm not even I'm not being dramatic. I'm not being I'm not being dramatic. I'm not being, you know, I'm not exaggerating. I will quit the first introductory sport that I had as a child at 5 to 6 years old. The thing I've been supporting for 25 years. It's not the team. I will quit the sport. If I had little kids, there would be no little league. If I had, you know, if I had if if, if I had my nephew who wants to, you know, become a baseball player, there's none of that. There's no support. It, it is like, it is literally like the concept of baseball killed my family and now I have to become Batman and fight against it. Um, it's Joe Chill, for lack of a better word. And that's right, folks. Joe Kill killed Bruce Wayne's parents, not the Joker. Mm. That's the one wrong thing about the 1980s Batman movie, which is still fabulous. I saw it the other day. Um, I can't do it, man. We can't turn heel. But we're going to talk about MLB because we got to segment it a little bit, right? But football-wise... What I want to kind of lead it on on my end, I really have nothing else to contribute afterwards, is is football going to get canceled and why is Roger Goodell trying to put everything on my Titans for something that he could have prevented seven months ago when they actually had a real plan? Because now they're talking about forfeits and you can't forfeit. No. You'd even, you even have that in Major League Baseball. I'd rather you give ties and I'll just accept it I, because the one-time ties make sense because it doesn't affect the winning, but you get one tie. Because the idea is you should get your shit straight. Honestly, I I, I think they should just reschedule. I mean, they're already doing they some gymnastics to. with the, the rescheduling already. So that's that's already happening. Um, and, I, I mean, heck, I, I, so you, you can don't want look. I mean, we're playing a game on Tuesday night right now. There's there's room in the schedule. If, I mean, sheesh. If anything, the extra rest is going to help some teams in, in some regards. I mean, just push back the Super Bowl. My God, nobody. <laughs> well, just push it back. There's not going to be March Madness. so Right now, yeah. everything's on standby with regards to everything else anyways. So, hey, look at that. Marvel. So, you can get Marvel figures now. Avengers, Infinity War, oh, Captain America, oh, Civil War. Look, look at that. Look at that Black Panther one right there. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. You know? If you if you want to show how really much of a non-adult you are, like Charles does in his office, get Marvel heavyweights, Eagle Moss, Hero Collector, starting at nine ninety nine. Did you so, were you ever? Hold on. Uh, here's another aside here. Okay, that Avengers video game. I've been hearing bad things about it. I I don't pay one. I don't pay sixty bucks for any video game. Yeah. I trade in. I have no loyalty, and I get great discounts because I know when to trade them in, man. Two. It's going to be one of those things where, like, if it's 20 bucks over Christmas. But I'm not crazy about grindy games for endgame content. I'm more mm -hmm. of a story person. And, you know, at 31, I don't know how to play with random strangers now. It's weird. I'm sensitive. Yeah. Maybe they're going to judge me because I don't have the skills to be as good as I should be. Because I feel like for a game that's going to loot up for cosmetics and for yeah. full powers, it will take me so much longer than it would five, six years ago. And is it going to be fun? Like, I've heard the story is good. It doesn't look good at graphically, and mind you, we're in a day and age where nothing should really look bad graphically. I think it's more disappointing that it's Crystal Dynamics who made excellent um, 
redoings of the Tomb Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't want to call them a remake, but a reintroduction, because I love the first one. I have uh, Rise of Tomb Raider, which I haven't played, but I've had it for like three years, so I should get to it. It's just too many games. And then eventually I'll get Shadow. But I don't. my problem with the Avengers that stopped me in the first place is you made the MCU version, and I am a comic book nerd, connoisseur, activist, whatever you call it. So if I want to just have a grindy beat em up aspect with it, I'll just play Marvel's Ultimate Alliance 3, which I played and I loved. And eventually I'll buy the DLC to do the Fantastic Four Shadow of Doom and even the uh, X-Men stuff. I don't want to see, you know, uh, I, I do not need to see Thor again. I do not need to see Iron Man. I don't need to see Black Widow, who's just not fun as a superhero character because she just shoots things. Yeah. Like, it's not even a superhero. Same thing with Hawkeye. Same thing with Hawkeye. Love Hawkeye, even the comics. If you want to read good Hawkeye comics, uh, read the Jeff Lemire stuff. That stuff's real good. I think that's the art, the uh, writer who did that one. It's been a bit. But I don't want to shoot arrows. You know, I, I, I want to Hulk smash. Hulk smash is always appropriate. But I want... Give me some Nomura, man. Give me some Mariner. Some weird stuff. Where's my X-Men? My X-Men have been disrespected in the movies. Enough Get some as Dark Hawk. Get some Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah, Moon, I love these some Moon Knight. There. Listen, <laughs> if you want to hear Moon Knight, Warren Ellis run, 2015, read it. Marvel Unlimited. You know, I know who my non-sponsor is. But listen, you want to get some good stuff, get that good stuff there. But 20 bucks, maybe. If I get it for free for Christmas, sure. But if yeah. you want me to play an Avengers game, I'll just play Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which came out a year ago, and I loved it, or two years ago. year and a half. Um, yeah, I don't remember what I was talking about NFL. Screw you, Roger Goodell. Stop hating my Titans. You just hate us that a small market team is going to win the Super Bowl. Optimistic thinking. Yeah. That's what I got for you there. I got I got nothing else on the NFL except oh Dak. Can, two seconds on Dak. Two seconds on Dak. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. And they are the smartest people for getting Andy Dalton on the cheap because everybody hated Red Rifle. That's Cincinnati. true. Now everybody you got a capable it. backup. Coming you have in. a beyond capable backup because Andy Dalton. Every everybody forgets that it takes. The complete 53 men to get into the playoffs and a competent coach. And Marvin Lewis was just on his way out. A.J. Green got hurt all the time, and they had overspent on that defense with, like, Demano Pecco and a few other guys there that they couldn't afford anybody. So he was a product circumstance. But you put Red Rifle with C.D. Lamb, Mari Cooper, and Michael Gallup. I don't really care about Dane Schultz. I think he's just a fantasy wonder, and that's it. Um, and then the defense is just atrocious. Mike McCarthy... You, you, what are you going to do? Hire Dom Capers out and try to remake Magic here? Fire Mike Nolan. Grow a pair. But Red Rifle is going to be fine, and Zeke still eats. So out of all people, it's not as if you're saying, we're going to start Kyle Allen. He, 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 he. Yeah. But, uh, uh, hold on, let me, uh, let's see, do I have any other notes? Uh, well, Romeo Cornell's back. Uh, that's a thing. I mean, he got his, he got a victory. Uh, he, I th- he's, he's, uh, he's the oldest oldest uh, NFL head coach ever now to ever coach a game. Yeah. And be, be Romeo, George Hallis of the Bears. So there and you go. I think, I think that's the right person there because I, he's always kind of been more of a player's coach. It seems like, it's like, it's like Dusty Baker on the Houston Astros in a sense. You know, you know, he'll instantly get respect from the guys. Yeah. And here's the thing. He's just, he's, he has a proven track record of being an excellent coordinator. And I think that's the best thing there. And that's the reason why Bill O'Brien put him in is that for a comic effect. But Bill O'Brien was a dick, for lack of a better word. And I'm going to say right now, Bill O'Brien's going to get another head coaching job. The guy was able to take a franchise that was kind of coming in from the disappointment of um, 
Gary Kubiak, who couldn't do anything there, he did some stuff, but it was just like peaking a little bit too early with Matt Schwab era, was able to rotate out with Ryan Mallett, Brandon Whedon, Brock Osweiler, still go to the playoffs, got Deshaun, did some good stuff. He'll get a chance. It's just that organization that hires him will be smart not to give him power in that sense. And honestly, the way I see him, he's going to probably end up in Minnesota with Mike Zimmer. I know they gave Zimmer a contract extension. We all know that means nothing. It's a very what-have-you-done-for-me-lately thing. Um, I think that's very under the radar. He might even be in Detroit because they're going. They, they've done. They did Matt Patricia and it work out. They fired Jim Caldwell for going nine and seven, but he <laughs> could be a motivator of men. Yeah. But he's going to have another chance, and he should because I'm not crazy about recidivism in any kind of you know coaching atmosphere. But when you ha- when you have a lot of AFC North or AFC South titles deep Super Bowl, or not Super Bowl, but playoff appearances and respectability in the game, you get a chance. It's not like Adam Gase, who literally did nothing in Miami except for keeps, one season. He keeps falling forward, you know? Yeah, and, and that's that's the difference, Failing and that's forward, why it's okay. It's okay to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, remember, Gase stumbles forward, he doesn't fall back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Bill O'Brien, that's it, but good for Deshaun. I like Deshaun Watson. Hopefully they do something. Listen, if you want to trade Julio Jones, go, you're not doing anything with Randall Cobb. Just figure out his contract to toss it out. And Kenny Stills and just put your money in. Yeah, hey, there's something. Two teams that can work things out there. Why Both, not? Uh, I mean, the salaries are probably similar, so just yeah. do a trade for trade for salaries. Yeah. You get, you know, the, what, the Falcons. You see, it's not like basketball, because basketball, what's great about basketball, it's about simple math. If you're trading away $2 million, we have to give you two million. Right. That's how they play in with, and I, I think that's great to be honest with you because that's how you kind of avoid the cap situation. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for them. All right. Uh, can, can you take this a bit? I got a call for some reason. Huh? Let me talk to these people. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll attack on some more NFL. Other news about NFL as Francisco goes to do Francisco things. Um, going over the sports cast here, Pittsburgh and Philly. Is Pittsburgh really that good, or is Philadelphia just that bad? And if Pittsburgh is that good, are they benefiting from the fact that Ben Roethlisberger is not turning the quarter? Because you got to remember, he's an older quarterback. The injury right, thing okay. is whatever. But at $41 million per year, I think it's a cap hit next year, you have to be cognizant of what the future is. Steelers and then, uh, aren't that good, according to Freddie. Yeah, Sorry. I'm with oh, Freddie, because actually, that's why I, I, I mean, raised that up as a question. I mean, sheesh. Hold on. Look. I guess because uh, we're we're about to come up on our on the one hour mark, let's take a look at the standings just to get out of because we're we're like a quarter of the way through the season now. It's this. important, yeah. So so we got the Bills. Well, we'll see what happens after tonight, but they're leading the AFC East at the moment, fourteen to ten at the moment. Titans got ball, got the ball. Then you got the Steelers at four zero, but you do not believe in them, and I think the Ravens and I don't. Yeah. I mean, the I, Browns they, have also looked good too. So I, I, I think I, the Browns are a better team. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it. They might. They, yeah, they seem to be more complete, really, which is I, surprising for anybody to say coached. about Cleveland. But man, yeah, I think they're better coached. I think Stefanski is just—he was the right hire. We made fun of Freddie Kitchens. I'm like, what? But with Stefanski, it's just he knew what his strengths were, but he's open to interpretation because it's it's about giving Odell, you know, weird stuff. It's about letting Jarvis do Jarvis things. It's not mm-hmm. about trying to ask more than guys of what they can do. And it's about understanding that defense is monstrous and let Miles Garrett get destructive. And my God, they do. 
And the Steelers have a good team too, but I think it's also the Mike Tomlin effect. After what, guys? It's been 12 years now with Mike Tomlin. Is there? Yeah. Um, looking at Freddie says Ravens win the division. Browns wild card. Steelers not even better than Dolphins. Standing wise, they are. But I'm with you on the idea of how their system out. And with the Ravens, I, I think they're flirting away from what made them so great last year. It's concerning because yes, you battered. A who who do they beat? They beat Cincy. Cincy's not good, so take yeah. your easy wins. Yeah, but is. you're you're keeping away from running the ball. You're just letting it be the Lamar show. And maybe I'm biased because I have uh, Mark Ingram on one fancy, but I also have J.K. Dobbins another one. Feed that ball more, and then go more to your play action and let people go into it. Because you got to remember, you were sweating. You were mm-hmm. sweating a couple weeks back, mm-hmm. um, and you lost to the Chiefs. So if you if you want to if you want to just take a W against bad teams go ahead but i i can't sleep on the browns but mind you all this matters when they actually beat a team in their division because that's really what matters most right, right. but i'm liking and even when baker's bad it's not like terrible it's just baker making boneheaded throws all right so let's uh, you got your titans at three and oh we'll see what happens after today uh, and the chiefs at four and one but we'll, we'll keep it going here uh Baltimore Ravens and Browns on you got the wild card spots. The Raiders three and two. Uh, I guess they're trending upwards. Can we can we put can we put some respect on Derek Carr's name? Yeah, because I know everybody was giving them flags saying he doesn't throw the downfield. So you want a quarterback who throws picks? Because <laughs> I had Jake Walker. I can talk to you about that. I had Ryan Fitzpatrick as my quarterback, and that was in the bad years. I can talk yeah. to you about that. You want the? Uh, I mean, you want the Daniel Jones? situation where everything's a pick so what well, i rather have a conservative good game plan than i mean mind you missing open receivers is one thing i mean yes Carr does fumble a bit but i think every quarterback does when they're running that often but put some respect on his name that defense is trash though even though they shut down the uh, chiefs there's not anybody who really scares you on that team i would say nfc side we jesus got christ did you see Derrick Henry just manhandled that <laughs> defender. Yeah. Was that Tredavious White? And that's a flag. I don't even care. But it's the same thing of how they got, you know, brother banger Earl Thomas. Uh, it was Josh Norman. His, his, day, his best days are behind him. But, you know, remember when he stiffed arm Earl Thomas when it was against the Ravens? Well, he just basically said, Josh Norman, I'm sending you back to your mother's womb with this stiff arm. <laughs> Like, look at that, dear lord! My I God. mean, sheesh! It's too bad he went out of bounds there because that—that that was just, oh my God! But let, let's look at this one more there's, time. There's a couple generations of families that felt that one. Oh my goodness! Sheesh, you know, you're, you're performing seppuku after that if you're Japanese. Pretty you're much. Family. <laughs> you know the scary thing about Derrick Henry? He's built like a UFC fighter. He can go and. Um, you know, join the WWE when it's all said and done. I know Vince wanted Gronk, but no, give me Derrick Henry. Yeah, give me that, that was very juicy. I like that one. That was it's a, that's always fun, man. Yeah, the Braves have just yeah they're winning this one. They've they've broken it wide open. Oh boy, we're, we're gonna get that that baseball topic and it's gonna sting. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, Seahawks. Yeah, they're very good. The Packers, you don't think are very good, or at least Aaron Rodgers isn't very good. Fraud. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm on the. Uh, you know, You're I'm supposed not... to beat the bad teams. Yeah. Beating. Yeah, and I mean, they're just the doing mountain. their jobs. They're supposed. To, they're doing what they're supposed to do. We'll see. Okay. All right. Uh, the Saints at three and two in a very bad division, and the Cowboys at two and three in a very bad division. 
the Rams are good. They're playing good ball. They're four and one. They they really the the, the NFC East should be thrown away completely. And, and so do, these other teams should we, have their spots. Do we just get rid of divisions in general if a a bad NFC East team wins the uh, Super Bowl? Yeah. I'm just asking. Right, we got to. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's our look. Let, let's head on over to word from an odd sponsors. That's that's where we're headed for in the, in the middle here. People, places, things, concepts. Not just about, you know, getting your Marvel figures and your your Star Trek figures. It's not just about that. It's about uh, the people who don't pay us and stuff that we like. Or the past week, I, I guess I'll start. I actually thought about it this week. And and Freddie has one, so we'll go to Freddie after you're done with yours. Exactly. He can post it up, and then I, I can be ready to 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 put it up later. All right, mine, Charles. I've uh, been streaming, been doing my thing on my other channel, trying to get a, a, a steady stream going of of me playing video games because uh, throughout the, you know the virus, I've uh, I've just been playing my my go tos, my Rocket Leagues and Smash and uh, the the easy stuff, the easy stuff. But I'm trying to I'm trying to really get to that backlog and, yeah, and get man. to the other games that I'm 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 I'm, uh, I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, diversify my my video game palette. Well, right. Nintendo, there's one thing Nintendo does, and it's uh, ruined my backlog aspirations. Because oh oh, if you see on the screen here, yeah, they I came out with something. They came out with something. Oh yeah, is it is it great? Because I didn't watch your stream on it or any recordings, but I just knew it was a dirty rabbit hole game for me because. I would put on an audiobook from Audible and I would play it and I have to avoid that. Yeah. This is this is it. I mean it's not about Fall Guys. I which I have yet to play either. Hey, look they're sponsoring oh, are we us sponsored too. By Fall Guys? We yeah. not sponsored them, I think. I yeah. think I not sponsored them. And I sent you the Sonic Headset. Yeah. Shout out to Fall Guys, right? They, they, they actually sponsored us after our non sponsor. That's great. Wow. That's, a, that's the first one. Fall Guys. All right. They got yeah, the Sonic the Hedgehog stuff. You know that interests me right away. You know. Uh, Ninjala was on Switch, and they had a Sonic the Hedgehog thing, but it was twenty bucks to get a Sonic costume. I'm not I paying still that. Played, I haven't played that yet, and it's downloaded. It's, it's yeah. just I haven't had the chance. It's it's good. I like it, but I I you, you can't afford the cosmetic stuff. It's way too out. Wow, that's a fantastic catch out there in center field for the Dodgers, but the Braves are still destroying them. So it's uh. It's still uh, what is yeah. cosmetics to you? Not to deviate, but it's all cosmetics. You know, it's, it's, you know, getting the costume. You know, stuff that doesn't affect the gameplay itself. It's yeah. just say, hey, I want to look like Sonic the Hedgehog while I lose in this video game. So I don't like buying cosmetic stuff. It's like even the stuff in Smash. I, I don't buy that. Uh, the the me costumes, whatever. It's just it really. And plus, I don't really pay play the me characters anyways. The me gunner. Every once in a while, fun. but you know, at least fun. Well, no, you do the me gunner for Mega Man, plain and yeah. simple. If yeah. You make your own me thing, but tell so, me, or Proto Man, technically. Tell me yeah. about Super Mario Bros. So, Thirty Five. Super Mario Thirty Five, a Super Mario Brothers Battle Royale, because that's all the rage, just like Fall Guys. Look, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. When I went into it, I thought it'd be something like Tetris 99, which was which was good. I'm I'm, I'm gonna tell you it's good, but I thought I would, um, you know, at some point you you burn out on it, and yeah. I have, and I, I have to get back into it. It's still a good game. 
Super Mario Brothers 35. Look, I, I don't online game as much, really. I, I play some matches in Smash and Rocket League, and that's it. And maybe some clubhouse games. But I don't think I'm as hardcore as other people are, you know, out there. And it's mainly because there's no way, there's no way in hell that I'm ever going to get good to the point where those people are. So you burn out a little bit. You reach, you reach, a, uh, you reach a ceiling as far as your skill level because you just can't dedicate that time when you have responsibilities and life and all that crap. So Super Mario Bros. 35 comes out. I start playing it. And man, I am very good at this game. I how good? Like I oh like it's thirty five people. It's Super Mario Brothers, the original one. There's a different. There's a difference though. You're playing against thirty four other people, and as you kill enemies, those enemies could be transferred to your screen, and now uh, people are throwing enemies at you. So if you kill enemies, you set you throw it to them. They kill enemies, they they can throw it to you. Uh, there's a time limit, of course, just like regular Super Mario Brothers. And uh, as you kill enemies, you can amass time to help you with your own timer. And uh, there's a there's a roulette wheel. You can get coins, so you can spend it to get stars or mushrooms or fire flowers or get a power block and get rid of enemies just to help you out and keep you alive. The last man standing, or woman, whatever you want to call it, or Mario, what are you, the last Mario standing wins. And you're just blazing through this, the levels in Super Mario Brothers, but there's a strategy to it. It's not about speed running, which is what I was afraid of at the beginning, because you look at it and it seems like it's a speed running type of game. Like, okay, I, I could beat Super Mario Brothers, the original game, pretty quickly, but I'm not like people you see on YouTube that can beat it in like two minutes because they glitch out the game. No, no, no. This is about surviving. This is about strategy with regards to what level you're in, what type of enemies you got. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's like a, a thing at the top which you can send enemies to the people with the lowest time, the people who have the most coins, or the people who are attacking you. Uh, and it's a strategy as okay, who do I want to get rid of? Who do I want to knock out of the game so that I can keep going? And I can place. In uh, in a top five, and I've been I average third place right now. That's my average at the moment. Have so, you gotten a first place at some point? I've gotten yeah, I've won a couple times already. It's hard. It's not easy. These games, you think they're pick up and play, and they are. They're pick up and play. You you jump right into a match real quickly, but the match grinds when you start getting to the last five people. So it's a matter of endurance and and uh, and just your stamina, really. It is survival. What's the, what's the length of an average playthrough? Ooh. I would say... Sheesh, man. I, I think you could... A quick game could probably be... I mean, it really depends on how... But but like let's say the top because uh, you can get to maybe like within like five maybe ten minutes you'll you'll get to like the last ten people alive. 
Okay, so 15 minutes then. So 15 or so minutes, maybe 20 minutes if you're really grinding between the last two people. And that's the that's the thing. It's just a, a matter of outlasting your other opponent. Uh, you can't make mistakes, obviously. You can get hit. Uh, it's, it's a modified Super Mario Brothers, so it's not the same as um, the original. If you get hit, you don't immediately become regular Mario. You just turn into super mario like if you had the fire flower then you super mario and then regular mario so the, the uh you can jump a little higher off of enemies uh compared to the original mario brothers so you can chain um kills and get more time is, and stuff like that this is another one that's a short release just like super mario 3d all-stars which was a non-sponsor about three yeah, weeks ago it's it's limited time they, they said i think it i think it's the same as mario uh all-stars yep. uh when that stops being sold this one will stop being a uh uh a, but i i I, do, I still don't believe nintendo's gonna do that to be honest they have nothing to gain by taking this one off because right. if you're short releasing 3d all-stars it makes sense because what did i do the day came out i bought it yeah I, I, you're gonna have a high demand i still think they're they're gonna modify this because they've done it to tetris 99 i think you can get uh you can buy like a regular mode in tetris 99 i think you'll you'll be able to do like uh i think maybe they can have like a, a local multiplayer mode or maybe you can have cosmetics you know all the different costumes from like mario odyssey that you had uh for 2d mario i mean you can probably get luigi in this it's it's just mario right now uh, i could see them like charging hey how about 99 cents you get luigi it's like okay cool for people like to be towed yeah something like that i mean they they already did that for super mario maker so there's no reason they can't do it here uh they could do collabs hey want to be sonic (laughs) something like that Uh, but man this this game is good man it is good it's it's better than it had any right to be Especially being a well, not technically free. You you have to buy um, the Nintendo Switch Online service, but twenty bucks for a year, guys. Yeah, don't be cheap. That's yeah, it's not it's not bad. It's not bad at all. So, uh, and they have special battles every now and then, and it's just it's just good, man. So, Super Mario Bros. Thirty Five. If you have a Switch, there's no reason for you to not download this at all. Man. Just get it. You'll like it. If you suck at it. That's fine. Get Fall Guys instead. They're sponsoring yeah. us now. We're going to yeah. we're gonna promote them hard. And, and Charles had fun with it. So, yeah. promo code? Promo code... Um, Hammer Brothers suck. Those, yeah. Yeah. those are the banes of any Mario fan's existence right now. Especially. This game. And I remember I, I was texting you because when I had that conference call, I was playing old school Mario uh, 1. Yeah, you know, on the Switch Online, and having to revisit that, I was like, Jesus Christ! One, I didn't forget because I gotta tell you now, pause and rewinds, lifesaver. Games oh, yeah. that you save hours upon hours, and you young kids don't understand. I, we didn't have that option to save oh, or rewind. I played through Donkey Kong Country too, in oh, like a day because of Amazing. that. Yeah. All right, so Freddy's got one. The Spring League. So let me see. The Spring League. Oh, it's something that's common here. American Football League and scouting event that began play in 2017 and founded by Brian Woods. 
aimed at professional athletes but not paying a salary or expenses. The league's goal is to serve as an instructional league and showcase for professional football talent. So let's take a look at that right here. Spring League, Elite Professional Football Development League. So is this more for the guys that, uh, let's say, oh, there's a guy that had a Hamilton Tiger Cats shirt, so he so start playing start? two weeks from today. Hey, I would say the, the guys that went undrafted, guys that are in the CFL, is or it whatever like a, indoor football league. Would you say, Freddie, that's the equivalent of like the, the basketball tournament that ESPN always has with a lot of no-name guys who weren't good enough to get drafted to begin with? Because that's always what I think about. Before before the CV hit, CFL we and XFL guys, yeah. Before they make it to XFL two electric boogaloo or XFL three, really. <laughs> Can we call it XFL three rock hard <laughs> or rock bottom? Because rock you, bottom. You, you, oh my god, know. that's even better. Yeah, it's oh, it's out of rock bottom. Uh, you, you have to do it with the WWE puns. You know, SmackDown Hotel. You know, can you smell what the XFL? Is hey, we can this? apply here. You want to apply, Charles? I mean, what? I'm 5'7". Fox Sports what? will carry it on FS1. Look at that. It could be a kicker. Well, Fox Sports will carry anything. They need that competition with ESPN because <laughs> they're bleeding money. You well, know I, thought ES, I, thought a, I thought ABC owned them now or Disney bought them. I, I, I no, don't no, know no. The, the details of so that Disney deal. only bought the entertainment varieties but not Fox Sports. So it's a okay. Because if that All was the right, case, then. the mouse would own WWE, and I don't know if that's actually better than what you think. Granted, I want to see, like, I would love to see Goofy get F5 by Brock Lesnar, but that's a different story. But, you know, it's kind of bad because, you know, when Fox Sports will buy out anything for that production, but, you know, it's bad when Disney doesn't want to buy your market. Former Tennessee Titans defensive end David Gilbert to play in the Denver Showcase. So, okay. Former Chicago yeah, Bears, he, 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 former Stanford University. Uh, that's, that's like a uh, thing. So this is basically our third attempt on the show trying to find suitable developmental systems because right. the uh, the uh, AA or American Alliance football I wasn't about that to begin with. XFL I was so kind of okay account. with, and now we have the spring league. Go back and so go Freddy, to the Twitter. Uh, Freddie, right is there. this the first? Is this their inception, or have they been around before? Because I never heard about it. There's the okay. There's their 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 Twitter profile. We know how to play football the right way. They've been, yeah, 2017, it said. All right. So, 2017, so they should all just kind of like conjoin together and work together. Mm hmm. Where is this? I saw, uh, are these in different locations? Are they like a traveling thing? Kind of like the, was it um, the Big Three or whatever? <laughs> it's in San Antonio this year. Okay. Hey, if you want to get some love with football, Texas is the place to go. That's true. Go right into that bubble. It so might, it might play at that the, I'm assuming at the Alamo Dome. Ah, the rosters, if you can scroll down. All right. So this video is about to finish. Uh, running out defense, defensive back results. Okay. Oh, they have different teams, aviators. The jousters. Is that like the least intimidating football name that you heard? The jousters? Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. I think I think Andrew might actually like this one because it's got a kind of UCF ish. It's like the, UCF had a baby with, with uh, the GPU. Orlando soccer team, whatever, because they're purple. All right. Yeah. So uh, let's, uh, this is our side segment. We're looking into this. Yeah. The what oh, is, I like this. The shark here. The blues. That's a different way. I, that's a different interpretation interpretation of blues. So if you lose, you have to play blues. Elton John. I guess why they call it the blues. I liked actually the shark design. It's not yeah. like an overly cheesy caricature. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, let's see. Another aviators. So there's some boys there. Jousters. Uh, uh, is it just like four teams just round robin against each other? Yeah. I mean, if at the end of the day, if it's just everybody's trying to get you know some updates onto it. Six, Six teams. teams. Okay. I, I will... Aviators, segment. jousters. Gotta load the whole threads to see others. Ah, okay. The right, alphas, so okay. Alpha dogs, like or a wolf. Yeah. Fall guys right, again so with the alphas, generals, aviators, blues, conquerors, conquerors, jousters. Those are like those are like the you can rename your new team in Madden. You know, so instead of being the Cleveland Browns, the old Maddens, not the current Maddens. If you could just uh, name the Fall Guys. Thanks for sponsoring us. We love you. Maybe I'll play your game later in the week. Thanks for typo there. Sheesh. Get it together, that Fall makes, Guys. Making a ton makes, of money. So wait, it's not a bot that's doing it? There's somebody who actually listens to the show? Wow. <laughs> you imagine. <laughs> Listen, I have never seen... You literally, they've been sponsoring us twice in the thread. Yeah. So I didn't see a Tabanks in there. Same logo, new name, Aviators. Okay, look at that. Freddie, you got a promo code for us? Team reveal of Jousters. Oh man, that blues. That's a I kind of like the aviator a... though. I like the little design. That they it looks have. like the guy from Up, yeah. the bad guy. Yeah, spring comes early. Spring comes early. Mm-hmm. Promo code: spring comes early for the spring league. Yeah, oh, I like that blues. Let's see, right, conquerors. We live in, we live in Florida, we don't know what spring is. Got conquerors. Okay, the alphas. Why is everything as a conqueror is a, a like a Spartan? Generals. You, know, there's many, you don't see like General Cortez out there, right? Uh, but, I think uh, maybe political correctness. I don't know. Nah. We don't have the Columbuses there, right? anymore, you know? Even though you have teams here in Miami that still have those names. You know? Crusaders, whatever. Mm. Even though historically the Crusaders lost most of the time. So... All right, there we go, the Spring League. And they're, they've survived, really, because they've been since 2017. The AAF went down, XFL 2 went down. They were the ones putting on the hits, man. Yeah. They're like, we're going to survive it. Mm-hmm. Good on them. Well, they don't pay their players, remember, so it's Oof. just kind of a showcase thing. Yeah, can't, can't lose if you don't play, right? Hmm. All right, then. All right, I... I, I I guess I'm up. I don't remember originally what I was. I had a person, you know, or not person, but I had a thing set for it. And it was probably food. It usually is food. Yeah. Nine out of ten times, guys, it's food. But I kind of talked about it earlier anyway when we were talking about Marvel Champions. So I'm going to go with it. My non-sponsor is Marvel Unlimited. Your boy likes his comics. He likes to read. I don't do it every day. I get the cravings. You know, I have to binge it. 
but I'm reading something good. I had recently just finished Warren Ellis's run of Moon Knight, which I'm really hoping that Disney Plus, which I would never sponsor because I don't believe in giving Disney more of my money, mm-hmm. um, will take from those storylines and adapt the show like that. But it's something that I got about five, six years ago when I started with um, with law school because it was my little side thing. Um, I never got to read a lot of comics growing up as a kid. Like, they were around, but there was no consistency. And when you're younger, you don't know the rules of the game. Issues, subplots, it's really, like, tough to buy. Comics are crossing over with one another because there's just too many. Marvel does too many crossovers. DC does too many crossovers. And I I was too poor to buy omnibuses. And now, in today's age, if I was to litter everything with comic books and graphic novels, I have no space in my home. So I got this about six years ago, the yearly subscription. I never knew about it until someone suggested it to me. And I started with Jason Aaron's Thor run, and I absolutely loved it with Gore the God Butcher. So I'm really hoping that Christian Bale might be the villain in uh, Love and Thunder. So if they have him as Gore, I would just totally gore my pants. Um, but it's something that I keep up with. I get it every year. It's my annual subscription. I really don't do annual subscriptions, but for 70 bucks, when I can read as much as you have in the catalog, there's like 20,000 comics in there. And you're saying comics aren't cheap. I do a cost-benefit analysis whenever I buy anything for an annual thing. So new comics are about three bucks. Um, old comics can still go for a dollar fifty or two dollars to read as a physical issue. Mm-hmm. So if it's seventy dollars, I really just have to read about twenty comics, and a standard run is usually about twenty comics as it is. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, why did you skip? He just got a touchdown. Nobody tripped over <laughs> skipping. Oh, you silly white boy. Um, but I, I think it's a good investment. It allows me to kind of broaden my horizons because I don't read the comics that everybody tells me to read. I read the stuff that's weird and goofy or just Look somebody... That never, Look at that man I run. It's so weird. <laughs> Look at that flip. My oh. He skipped my little my darling. There's some swagger um, there. Hey, you know, he, he look, he's playing great. I can't, I can't like knock it. I know it's four games in, but he's playing pretty damn good. Uh, so I had finished that. I know I'm reading. Is it Age of X or House of X, which is an X Men run because there hasn't been a good X Men comic in a while. Some of the good stuff that I've read that has opened me up to, aside from Moon Knight, I, I love Frank Miller's Daredevil, Man Without Fear. It's so good. It's what they adapted a lot of the Netflix show of. Um, I read Spider-Man Blue by Jeff Loeb, who I typically read, Jeff Loeb, who I've read um, from the, they also did um, Dark Victory, uh, The Long Halloween, um, Haunted Night, you know, that's from the DC world. DC has their own comparable one, I haven't signed up for it yet, and I'm kind of not going to now, because before you would get the comics, and then you would get the TV shows, but now that HBO Max is re, you know, classifying everything, you have down all right so uh okay so it seems i'm back on all right folks that's that's i guess on me for some reason my my internet connection went down a bit so um whoopsie daisies for for on my end we're back here on sports goose Uh, let me get charles back on the horn I, i lost him there Charles, hey, you good? Yeah, no, my I, for I guess my internet connection went down for some reason. It went down for like uh, a good minute there. Wow. Um. So thankfully, my confessions of being a 
closet nerd to not come out, I guess. No one heard it, right, Freddie? Freddie uh, knows all the secrets now. We have to yeah, kill Freddie. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the whole thing went down. It seemed like, uh, yeah, just, it, it was on my end. Like, suddenly you just disappeared in the middle of that uh, beautiful pitch for Marvel Unlimited. So, yeah. Well, I, I don't know what was said at Lost, but I'll say this. Long story short, if you want to read thousands upon thousands of comics for 70 bucks you probably have to read just 15 of them and then they get the new releases i think three to six months after so it, it, it's worth it give it a try do a trial run see how it is have fun with it read more do that promo right, code then. excelsior there you go excelsior all righty then so guess we will end we got, that we, we got to, yeah we got to talk about francisco we can't avoid it what you know uh yeah let's go to let's haul y'all let's haul y'all <laughs> nothing happened this weekend charles you know that nothing see, happened i accepted it because i didn't buy into the great hope no, nothing so happened y'all. i i think we know who should get the respects of it so let's do it yeah we're um 2020 has been a rough year for the baseball hall of fame Unfortunately, uh, we lost a good one, Joe Morgan. Another good one, really. But Joe Morgan. Whitey Ford died last week. Baseball tonight, Sunday night baseball. I mean that that is that was that was legend, man. Nineties, early two thousands, John Miller and Joe Morgan, Sunday night. Didn't matter what team it was. Those two guys were on. Those guys, those those two guys should have been the ones calling World Series games, not Joe Buck and Tim McCarver. Oh, I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I know, I know. But, but for real, this this was the dynamic duo, and Joe Morgan, seventy seven years old, uh, passed away. But let's take a look at this man. He's one of the greatest second basemen of all time in Major League Baseball history. I, I know things have changed in the game, for sure. But, you know, uh, second basemen have still relatively remained the same. You don't get power second basemen normally. Um, but we'll see. Game is changing. Launch angle and all that crap. Exit speed. What have you. That's all the, the, the sabermetrics and analytics guys. They can worry about that. But, but for us, it's just about good old Joe Morgan here. Hall of Famer. Uh, two-time MVP. 10-time All-Star, five gold gloves, two World Series championships on that big red machine of the 70s, uh, All-Star MVP, Silver Slugger, two-time Major League Player of the Year. It's, I mean, man. Uh, I mean, look at this. He, he played for the, the Astros when they had, you know, character and legitimacy and, and integrity. Unlike the current team now. That's right. The Reds, a big red machine. Went briefly back to Houston. Went to San Francisco a couple of seasons. Went to Philly in 83. And they got to the World Series. And then ended his career in Oakland. But the man uh, amassed a lot of 2,500 hits. Career 271 batting average. His defense was, of course, elite. And he was just the second baseman. The, the second baseman of his generation. 
and I wish people would realize how hard it is. Holy crap, he was born on my birthday, so we share a birthday. Wow. Oh, there you go. All right. I, I, I wish people realize how hard it is. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, no, September 19th. Oh, he made his debut in two days later oh, on my birthday. birthday. Okay, that's Okay. Weird. So it's perfect so, for you. By the way. Um, I, I wish people understood how hard it is to play as long as he did. Yeah. And to have a batting average that high. 271 is not easy. Right. <laughs> Um, I, I would say you you get to your average range of being, and this is by today's standards. We cannot mimic twenty years ago plus, right? Right. You know, not, not even twenty years ago. Holy crap, we're old. Well, 30, the good thing 30, about 30, uh, years ago. The good thing about baseball reference, you can highlight like the prime years. We can just go by his time in Cincinnati, which was his prime. All these all star appearances. He had a two day two eighty eight batting average. That was what he yeah. was doing. All right, he was so averaging. Uh, 144 hits uh, per season. I mean, that, that he's a hit per game. He was guaranteed to be <laughs> getting a single per game at the very least. Yeah, and to go at that range of 271, that's that's not even above average. Right. That's like little great. Yeah. You I, know, that's not even being an indictment. That's right. great. We can't fully, fully call it great because great to me is like 285. Not a lot of people get to that. Right, right, and, and you have to discount the final years. You know, we, you, a lot of players. You know, like he had two thirty and eighty three. You know, he had two forty four in his final season. That's why I just went with his prime years there. But man, uh, so that's Joe Morgan. But we lost another one, Charles. DMA. Uh, from the New York Yankees, Whitey Ford. Oh, Oregon Whitey, his love. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, they both they. It seems like they're both coming in twos. I mean, we sheesh, at this point. But. And here, here, here's my comment on Whitey because obviously it's so far back that I would be the biggest fake to. And like I said, what I hate about pundits, they love to be a full commentary of stuff they weren't alive for, right? But this is what I'll give you to Whitey Ford for my end. You can bring up the stats. I'll be the conversation guy. There's a few names that you mentioned that are known in the legends of Yankees, right? Right. Mantle, Babe, mm-hmm. Whitey. Thurman Munson also gets some love too, but the depth kind of affect it. For my generation, of course, it's Jeter, right. Mariano, you know, Posada, maybe. I love me some Jorge, but, you know. Garrick. That's... Garrick, yeah. Lou Garrick's another Lou one. Lou Garrick. DiMaggio. Um, yeah. Yeah, DiMaggio, and then, of course, Mattingly gets a little bit of love yeah. for me in my time, too. But Whitey was kind of there because it's not like we had, I would say, a lot of pitchers who kind of stood out on them. And he, you know, from his time, 10-time All-Star, um, six-time World Series champion, all in an early generation that we're not necessarily there on, but we give credence because, yes, the game has changed 50 to 60 years from now. But it's more of seminal because what have the Yanks always had? Hitters. What have we always desired? Great pitching. Mm. Garrett Cole, could you be my Whitey Ford 2020? Maybe. <laughs> you know, he finished the year uh, for everybody out there. Cole Jobs, I think we said eight, right? I'm sure there was a Yankees time. fan that gave that gave four jobs out there. A Whitey Righty? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Send, we we're gonna post that to the Yankee boards, uh, the Yankees Twitter. See what they think about that one. Oh, this is definitely ha- <laughs> this is what happens when um this is what happens when Fall Guy sponsors us right there. Yeah, and, and when Andrew's not here, it's the last um, time they're sponsoring us. That's for sure. 
but some basic stats. His ERA was 275, 236, 106 win-loss record. Strikeouts, 1,956. All with the Yanks, 17-year career. Yeah. You, you love those kind of – and he was born in New York too, so it kind of puts it in there. Um, for me, you know, it, it's obviously it, – I'm cheap, but – this is one of those things where it's like maybe I want to spend the 25 bucks and get a Whitey Ford uh, T-shirt. You know, the typical Yankee, the blue, you know, mm-hmm. with the with the whole tire and then four on the background because it's him I've looked into, Mattingly, Roof, Gehrig, um, Mantle, and a few other ones that come into it. So, you know, for Joe Moore and for Whitey, like, there you go, guys. Yeah. Or a few Hall of Famers right there. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so uh, let's continue to avoid – the overarching topic we're gonna go to better know minor league team all right i'm gonna continue to be in denial charles we're not gonna talk about it it's fine we we, you know but everybody else is talking about it we don't have to but can we spin it that's the question can we spin it can we we spin it in a good way we can we can dedicate a minute before you do your cage (laughs) okay i can do that i can segue into it you know uh, what? Why even talk about it? You all guys know we're going to talk about it. It's all right. You guys already know it. Yeah. All right. Uh, better know my league team. So uh, I've, I'm making a point right now because Rob Manfred is an evil human being. And he is a he is an eternal goon. So I'm going eternal. to. There's no, there's no way back of coming into right. it. Right. Right. Exactly. So uh, we're going to go with the Auburn Double Days. Yay. All right, so the reason I chose them, Charles, is they're one of the 42 teams that are in danger of being eliminated due to Major League Baseball trying to downsize the minor league system. All right, and it's not completely, uh, I think only like 23 teams will be affected, so it's not even every team that's going to lose some. Uh, Some teams aren't losing any. Uh, The Yankees are only losing one team. Uh, and surprisingly, the Staten Island Yankees were one of them. I, I did not know that, but I uh, was I was surprising to me, to be honest. But um, Auburn Doubleday, so they pl- they were established in 1958. They weren't always called the Doubledays. They're of course named after Abner Doubleday, who is I guess uh, they said credited with inventing the game of baseball, but. No one can know for sure. Uh, they play in the New York Penn League, a short A season. They're currently affiliated of the Washington Nationals, but before that, the Toronto Blue Jays, the Houston Astros, uh, I think a multitude of teams for like a season or two. Uh, they were shared between the Astros and the Phillies at one point. And then the Phillies solely, the Twins, the Mets, and the Yankees in the past. They've won eight championships. Most recently in 2007. And uh, notable alumni. So uh, I guess because they were with the Astros for for, for the longest time. So some of them are recognizable. The only ones I could recognize on this list here that I've got. Billy Wagner. Yeah. Okay. That's a name they haven't heard in a while. Uh, right. Roy Oswalt. Yeah, I, I like Roy. Briefly uh, a Yankee. Yeah. Uh, Johan Santana. One. Yeah, I was just talking about Johan earlier today, how I wish the Mets didn't ruin his career. Right, yeah. Uh, Luis Gonzalez. Uh, he came up with the Astros, I believe, so that's uh, that's one. And Kenny Lofton. 
Okay. And, and I stand corrected, not Royals or the Yankees. I'm thinking Kerry Wood because they kind of have like similar personalities. <laughs> so redaction on me. That's a that's a uh, you know player to remember forget right there. Yeah. Uh, well, not Kerry's okay, but Kenny Lofton was the other one, huh? Yeah, Kenny Lofton at the end. Yeah. Right. So. All right. They play at Falcon Park in Auburn, New York. The ballpark was, I mean, the original was built in 1927. Then they tore it down and rebuilt it in 1995. And uh, so it's on the same site, 2,800 people. It fits. And that's all I got in the Auburn Double Days. But I'm just highlighting the teams that may not even exist come next season. So I might as well get them out of the way now. Hopefully they, they can survive, but we'll see. We will see. All right, so uh, that's, that's minor league team. Mm, well, we did a real MVP. About, uh, let's talk about my pain. If you don't want to talk about our shared pain, let's talk about my pain, Francisco. Pain. Keeping on the topic of baseball, what true pain is, what this is all about right now, because baseball is still being played, and baseball is not being played with the New York Yankees in the ALCS. Uh yeah. And for me, Revenge Tour, Paymakers 2020 has ceased to exist. We have passed the torch. We have obi wan it to our young Luke Skywalkers, which is the Rays. Because I'll tell you now, I'm on the mindset of anybody but the Astros. And we, we played hard, but I'm going to keep it to two things about my pain, and then we can pass on to the next one. But I feel like baseball needs some love because I'm not going to be as excited for it in the coming weeks as is Andrew. But shout out to Andrew. Good, good on your team. I think yeah. I was a good sore or a proper loser, you know, a sore loser. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I just wanted the Astros because this was a schedule that you didn't give me what I wanted. And next year, some of those players that were on the cheating years are not going to be there. AJ Hinch isn't there. Uh, no he could really get hired. Better. He could get hired. I would, I, I would, well, he could get hired. I'll bring that pain. But he's not going to be there in Houston. Mm. And – we got eliminated, but I just want to know this. Am I overreacting for wanting Aaron Boone gone when the Chicago White Sox fired Rick Renteria or Renteria? Yeah. I don't know why I say Renteria. I, I think I was reading it phonetically, and I forgot that I have some Hispanic roots in me. <laughs> Renteria. <laughs> Rick Renteria. Renteria. Roll, roll those R's, man. Come on now. And they made it acceptable to say, hey, you could fire a manager who brought you success if you feel he's going to bring the clubhouse down because Boone's been resting on them laurels. I want you gone, but I also wanted the Astros, and I feel like that's a face mask. What the hell? And the fact that I'm not going to get it hurts my soul. And it really is like it's the Rays, but the Braves or you know are the last line defense or the Dodgers. And I will, and I'm saying it right now on the air. If the Astros win it, this is my pain. This is what I was talking about earlier. I will quit baseball forever. I will have no comment, no nothing. I can contribute to things of the past, but I will have no valid interest because. It just is a smack in the face of the universe. It's as if Loki <laughs> is a sports god that has now made everything a big joke. Because when Carlos uh, Correa was saying that thing, it's like, oh, what the what you guys are gonna say yeah. now when they beat the Twins? I'm like, dude, it's just the wild card round. Shut the hell up. But then they took sure hand of the A's who are frauds. Yeah. And then we're not there. And everything is. I look, everything is coming up daisies for us because the Rays are up 2-0, and we might be. Result stuff, but this was the problem I also had with the participation trophy season when everybody got to get in because there was no way, shape, or form that under regular rules or even revamped on a full season 
if the Astros, the way they were playing with the inconsistencies, were going to be a team that would be in the playoffs. I mean, what would you say is needed for a wild card team? 85 to 90 wins, right? The way that they were playing with their production of players. It, and it's kind of, I, kind of one of the reasons why I don't want them to roll this playoff format over next season. I, I completely agree. Because here's the thing, what you know about... We don't need a Astros, team that's 79 and 82 to get in. And that's where they were going. Because their batting averages were low, their pitching was bad, and they might win the World Series. This ain't football. I don't want... this. No, this ain't basketball. I don't want that nonsense. Get that, get that S out there. But I, I can't deal with it. 80 and 82, whatever. Any team with a losing record to yeah. get in. And it kills me that Dusty Baker, who I always felt was shafted from every organization, is going to possibly win his you know, first ring for the for. Oh, for I don't. Th- we'll see what happens with today. If the Rays go up 3-0, that's not happening. I, I Listen, man, you're talking to the team that was up high against the Red yeah, Sox. Yeah, this is different. This is they're, 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 the Rays don't have that that type of pressure to 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 and it's not that type of rivalry in front of them. Yeah, I know the Astros eliminated them last season, but it's not the same. It's not. It, it's the whole purpose of it because honestly speaking, it's that it the last the true last line defense is that everybody on both teams get the CV and they cancel the World Series. That that's the true <laughs> last line defense. I might have to be an agent of that. Go down to Miami. I have to go down to Fountain Blue, breathe on everybody, you know, go from there and make my way into wherever the hell they're playing the World Series. I don't know if they've made a decision yet. Uh, Uh, I'll I'll go to Texas. I'll go to Texas and I'll just cough on everybody. They're letting people into the ballpark. I will take that L, Francisco. That's my pain. That's the smallest segment I'm going to give you on baseball because I want to humor about it. Yeah, my my Marlins lost too, so I'm not... I'm not, I'm not, uh, yeah. you know, and you know my feeling. Look, man, I, I fucking hate the Braves. I hate them so, so much. much. I Guys, hate he, them he so much. He hates them so much. I hate them the so freaking mad. I, I Like the fact that Atlanta sport, look, Atlanta, great city. I love going to Atlanta as a city, but your misery in sports makes me feel better down here, you know, because look, 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 South Florida. We got seven championships. Unfortunately, we couldn't get an eighth. But, you know, but we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> you know what we are going to talk about? You know what we're going to say on that? One sentence. Someone's got flames on the side of their face. <laughs> so, Listen, wor- worth every penny. His name is Alfred Pennyworth because he's worth every penny. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Oh, no. And look, man, the recruitment's already worked. There, there are players oh. that are indicating that they'd like to come down to play do, do a certain want, sport that's on the screen right now from the Nintendo 64. Do, do you want Oladipo? Because I don't want that contract, but I'll take that talent. There's ways to work. Look, man, remember the Heat. The Heat have those. Uh, who's who's uh, we, we can't say names. We, we can't say executive name. We can't jinx it. Who, who's uh, uh, R- Riley's right hand man? The numbers guy. We know who he is. Oh, yeah. All right. He's he 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 works the magic. Remember. He he moves the numbers around, all right. He does the money laundering. Don't worry. There's ways to get around that. Wait, can I? Can I? Can I? There was a joke I want to make. It. This is the only thing we're going to talk about the finals, and I'm going to leave it at that. I promise you. What does Dion Waiters have that Jimmy Butler does not? Have? Oh, don't no, don't. Yeah, just don't. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> just don't. He rode the bench. He's Eddie Curry, buddy. Literally, uh, think of that. 
Nope. They're the same player. They're the same player. I know. I know. Heck, J.R. Smith got a second one. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, uh, let's. Uh, so yeah, the Marlins lost too, but we're, yeah, just freaking Dodgers, bad man. The Dodgers—they're really going to choke this. Really I, I feel like the Dodgers are going to choke it. I feel like they are not going to come back from 2-0. I feel that way. They already look lost enough as it is. So, oops, probably came in. One second. You you take it, Charles. One. Okay, I, I'll heat up. Francisco and Charles had a very bad week with sports. It's very tough. The best thing I can say for me, best case scenario, is that the Yanks and the Heat thing get eliminated on the same day. Because you guys, Friday, I, I was just terrible. Because the Yanks got eliminated, and then the Heat are about to get eliminated. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to make a shot of something. Because I was so anxious and angry. And there was nothing to console me. There was no KFC, you know, sandwich I was going to have. But then the Heat did good things, so we pushed it out. All right. So let, let me uh, – I, I still got – let's see. We're at – okay, no, I, I can I can knock these out real quick, and then we can head into the last 10 minutes of our show. Our, uh, let's see. We had uh, – my league team, Hall of Famer. Ah, you go, girl. I got this one. You go ahead. You go, girl, All right, where we highlight women – in the world of sports, all right, we, we give them the the uh, the respect that they deserve because that's that seems to be the running theme this week in sports. Give us our damn respect, even though you were favored the entire time. Um, <laughs> the petty. Whew. Whew. Anyways, what was I saying? Okay, you yeah, go, w- girl. W- women in sports. All right, so. Uh, let's see. My, huh, I'm trying to find it in my freaking Google Doc here. I had her name. Oh yes, Kim, Kim. And I've been trying to. I'm, I'm sure Char, uh, was it Andrew can can get us the the pronunciation for this. Kim Ng. That's what I think it is. Kim Ng. I I, I went on YouTube oh, to find the I pronunciation for this. And there's like three different versions of it. There's ung and ing and ung. And um, you know, my 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 English nor nor my my Spanish can help me on this one. By the way, Kim, uh, this this, this talk about a person that that's that's risen up the ranks of Major League Ning. Baseball. I think it's like Ning. I think Ning? it. I think it's ung, like. I, we're we're not gonna butcher the Chinese language right now, right? Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> all right, because they might be our overlords in a few years. Anyways, um, let's uh, let's let's give this woman her respect, all right? She's give moved her up, all right? The, the moved up the ranks of Major League Baseball. Went to the University of Chicago. She's currently the senior VP of Baseball Operations. For Major League Baseball, she only answers to, I guess, two people: Joe Torre and uh, that goon Rob Manfred. So she's almost up there, dude. Terry Larusa still around, or is he a special advisor somewhere? Uh, I, I thought he was. Wasn't even like in Arizona or something. I think so. It's just I know he was doing some stuff before. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe he's advising the Cardinals again. I have no idea. I, I can see that. But anyways, so she played at softball for the University of Chicago. And uh, she did some learning over there, then became the 
assistant director of baseball operations for the Chicago White Sox in 1995 and 96. Then became the American League director of waivers and records. Then became the assistant GM of the New York Yankees. Yeah. 1999 through 2000, working under Brian Cashman. So she got herself a couple of ranks. Then became the assistant GM for the Los Angeles Dodgers from 2001 through 2011. Before 2012, when she took up this position at the moment. So there she Sheesh, man. There she goes. And so she's from Indianapolis. And, uh... Hey man, she's almost there, dude. Could you we see girl. it? Megan Duggan? Is that is that Freddy's you go girl? I, I don't know what, what he means by that. Do you mean that or you pronounced it so badly Yay. that he thought it was somebody else? Okay, no, he 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 ha he has a you go girl. Let's let's Okay. Let's take a look. Let's do it. Alright, Megan Duggan. Ah plays for USA hockey. There we go. Oh, she's my age. What have I done with my life? You have a <laughs> successful podcast sponsored by Fall Guys. She just retired. Oh, okay. And she plays for the Boston Pride of the National Women's Hockey League. Uh, pretty new league, actually. Uh, made in 2015. They have six teams. Uh, was it? Uh, uh, they, had, they had some pretty cool team names. Uh, the Boston Pride, the Buffalo Buttes, the Connecticut Whale, the Metropolitan Riveters, the Minnesota Whitecaps, and the Toronto Six. You see where they got that name from? Hmm. Uh huh. This just in: Le'Veon Bell is getting released. Really? Yeah. Okay. I believe so. All right, dude. So you're no longer. We'll, we'll, we'll scorn you on your next team. Or hug you, or bump, fist bump you, whatever. Did we fist bump him? Did we, or did we hug him? Did we? Um, we I think you gave him a hug. I, him. I think he's the guy yeah, who came in with you. Gave him a hug. Yeah, well, Freddie's Freddie's got the huge what there to that news, the breaking news from Charles. Yeah, yeah, you heard it here first. All right. Yeah, he's out. Twitter, Twitter is fired, and not everybody likes it because here, hear this out. Adam Gates has now outlived the high free agent whale that you signed last year. My God, I swear to God, if he goes yeah. to the Patriots, I'm going to cry. Because could you imagine that running tandem? He doesn't even have to be fully healthy between him and Cam. It will be college football all over again. I could see Bill doing the thing. Yeah, I, I see the thing. You know the thing. That offense would be scary because, remember, all he has to do is just average like three. He's better than... Busted up Sony Michelle. He's better than Damian Harris at the moment. Rex uh, Burkhead. Yeah, I, he won't be as much of a headache as Antonio Brown was. Yeah, yeah I can see Bill just, doing the thing. Yeah, yeah, because all Le'Veon wants is just an organization that respects him and a coach who actually knows how to coach and not to disrespect African American players. I said it. I told you that a long time ago about Adam Case. But that's yeah. how I feel about him. All Lions, right. I don't know if he's going to Lions. Yeah. All right. Uh, 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 here's the only respect we're going to give to a Los Angeles Lakers player. All right. That player remember forget. Okay. We're we're, we're Lamar uh, Odom. Drop the mic. We're out. We're we're we're, we're uh, Derek character. 
His last name is Character. Oh no, you should have done the biggest bust in uh, Lakers history. Robert Sacre. Mm. Yeah, well I went with this guy because he had a funny last name that I liked. Derek Character. Alright. He uh, played in the NBA very briefly. Came up, He was drafted by the Lakers out of, uh, well, he went to Louisville at one point, then he went to UTEP, so good old El Paso. Drafted second round in 2010, 58th overall. Uh, played with the Lakers, and then uh, I think he went to play in a bunch of other leagues. Uh, played in the G League. Played with, uh, I guess, in Puerto Rico, and I don't even know where the hell this is. Lithuania. Uh, what is this? Brazil. The Yulon Dinos. I like that. Dinosaur name. Uh, Taiwan. Where else is this guy? Yeah, this guy played everywhere, huh? Philippines. Went back to the G League. Israel. Slovakia. This is a globetrotter right here. Uh, back to Israel. And he is last played in 2018 in Puerto Rico. And he won a FIBA Intercontinental Cup Championship in 2014. Which, if you don't know what that is, is like the club championship for basketball. Francisco, there's only one intercontinental championship that matters. Okay. That's in the WWE. (laughs) So, sorry. Yeah, well, this is the FIBA version of it. So, uh, the NBA does not participate. They send their G League team instead. Whoever wins the G League championship goes to this tournament. But I I can't imagine... uh, the uh the, the winner of the NBA championship from this season who I'm not gonna mention right now. Go into this. Anyways, uh, that's our player remember forget, Derek character. Francisco, I'm gonna give you a minute to just petty insult. Sato Kaiba is the only win. intercontinental champion I acknowledge. Yeah, okay, I can respect that. We get Joey Wheeler though for life. You get one minute to insult the Los Angeles Lakers. All all go. Go. Do it. Give me the vitriol. Oh, me? Yeah, I'm giving you one minute. Let's see. We've been avoiding the topic, so you know what? Let's take a couple positives that they've done and make it into our negative. COVID championship, um, asterisk, bubble, wouldn't wouldn't have been the same in front of actual human beings uh, that weren't your friends and family. Um, No drafted talent. Right. I mean. Just Kuzma. Yeah, Kuzma, and, and then you had the two-headed monster. So the Space NBA Jam continues to be, be better. Space Jam uh, much, much like uh, the criticism of urinating tree. It's just uh, pretty much every team is effed up the A, uh, unless you have the two superstars on yours. So, but don't worry, the Heat have done the the Heat have done their recruitment tour. They'll be back. Don't don't you worry about that. The, the guys in the Eastern Conference have seen what the culture can do. Even even uh, a certain player on the other team acknowledged that the culture helped him along his way. So we'll see. We will see, folks. Don't worry. All right, Charles. Speaking right. of Intercontinental Championships, let's head on over to the cage. We- we got back. Welcome, everybody. Your weekly Truplex, The Cage with Charles. Full disclaimer, wrestling is not fake. It is scripted. It is a song. It is a dance. It is a ballet. It is poetry in motion. It is aggressive as hell sometimes. I got to tell you that. It is violent. It is bloody. Why do we mention that? Because October, Hell in a Cell, pay-per-view, WWE. 
It is about men and women chasing championships, friendships dissolving, friendships renewing. It is about sometimes being the holy hell out of somebody. And right now we're getting to that stage where wrestling's been kind of bad, but wrestling's been kind of good. The wrestling might be great. Why? Because what's around the corner? After Hell in a Cell for WWE, Survivor Series, and then we get to WrestleMania season with the Royal Rumble. We get the G1 Climax with New Japan. AEW's doing some cool stuff. Neat, right? They have their one-year show anniversary. A lot of things going on. So I'm trying to figure out how to kind of proceed with it. New Japan still doing the G1 Climax tournament. Updated standings at the moment. Tetsuya Naito. I think he's ranked number one with five wins and two losses. So remember what the Climax does. You go basically this entire tournament. Yes, predetermined, but it's okay. The bumps are still real, especially in New Japan. You can pay me to get slapped by Tomohiro Ishii or uh, Minoru Suzuki because that crap would hurt like a mother. But uh, remember, you go through the tournament. You have the Block A and Block B. Champions from each side or the winners of each ending of the tournament will go against each other for a guaranteed title shot at Wrestle Kingdom, which is New Japan's equivalent of um, WrestleMania. Now they're just announcing it, uh, Freddie, about Le'Veon Bell getting released. Le'Veon Bell, go to wrestling. He'll make more money. So right now, Tetsuya Naito standing with 5-2. and two. Evil, the guy who took the titles originally from him and then lost to him, 5-2. and two. Zach Sabre, 4-3. and three. But Sonata over Block A. Sonata was like winless, man. He was like 0-3. Oh, He's part of the Los Ingobernables. Oh, and we picked off Josh Allen. Suck it. Just like the <laughs> DX race. Suck it. Um, so Sonata's now 4-3. and three. So my expectation is either Sonata is going to beat Naito at the end of Block A to go on to go against Block B and lose against Block B champion. That's two or, Look at that. Which, is, which will be Kota Ibushi. Because I still think Bushi is still going to go Ooh. heel yeah, in his Wrestle Kingdom match. To us, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was an underthrow. It was just it, hold on, let me see. It, it was just badly uh, placed. Yeah, you know, looking into it, it was some pressure, but it, it was there was no way if he wanted to go to the other guy, he would just gone a little bit higher for the hype. But it went straight to Malcolm Butler's breadbasket, man. He didn't need to stick him to catch that ball. Um, so that's my that's my suspicion. It's going to be Sonata versus Ibushi. Sonata is going to lose. And then Coda's going to win the G1 Climax again for second year row. This time, just go straight for the main title because I think Naito's going to drop it to Sonata, um, which is how it should be. I don't like double champions. I don't feel like they need a double champion. Um, so that's Block B, Block A. Right now it's Kazuko Kata. It's at 6-2, and, and then Coda's at 6-2, and two, so I like my predictions. I don't need Jay White to win it. I don't know what I want to do with Jay White. I think, I, I think just Jay White's a little bit overrated. Great performer, not my cup of tea. I just don't like Bullet Club anymore. It's just not needed. Um, it kind of also makes it seem like that they're going to have Bullet Club versus Suzuki Gun, and they're both kind of heel factions. So I sort of posted at best. It's like Lawful Evil versus Chaotic Evil, and I'm kind of about that. What are we doing with um, Moxley? Because here's the thing. John Moxley, your AEW World Champion, is also your New Japan United States Champion. And Kenta has a guaranteed shot against him. So what, when are we going to set this up? Is AEW being kind of dicks about it and not having Moxley just compete so he can drop the belt to Kenta so he can focus full-time? I'm just curious. Things I want to know. But mm. so far, I haven't had the opportunity to see many of the matches, and what I'll make sure to do is just do a compilation of videos that you guys need to see to see what G1 really matters. Because if the Royal... How about this? You remember King of the Ring from back in those days? Or if not that... Imagine it's like the Royal Rumble instead of over the top rope. It's all those guys have to go against each other and beat each other a couple of times. Uh -huh, That's the uh -huh. excitement. 
that comes into that. But um, usually you get some good matches. They're still a little bit too long because with New Japan, it's really like 35 to 50 minutes of matches, but it feels like a fight. It feels like a test of the spirit and the endurance, and you go from there. Um, and this is the time, too, where you get new stories that can be created. So that's what we got going on in New Japan World. Ring of Honor, they're doing the Pure Tournament. Pure Tournament Championship is a very weird idea. It's um, to give you some synopsis of it, because I don't really talk that much about Ring of Honor, because right now it's still kind of in COVID hell. But for the Pure Championship Tournament, it's the you get certain, certain rules and limitations that are set in. Like, you can only grab the rope, like, three times if you're in submission. If not, there's no more of a submission. I'm not particularly crazy about it. It's kind of like how I'm not really crazy about NXT UK's um, NXT UK's British rules because it's like small rounds, but that's all I'll say about Ring of Honor going from there. Uh, AEW. Two things I'm going to comment on. Um, tomorrow's episode is the one-year anniversary, and mm. I believe it's going to be John Moxley versus Lance Archer, and I just don't care. And Moxley's championship run has been... It just has Drew McIntyre's run has been a victim of COVID. Moxley's has really been a victim of COVID because he had it, right? And mm. then Archer got it. And then Brian Cage has it. So it really kind of falls out in between. They had a good moment of Moxley's disappearances and competition's disappearances by focusing on Brody Lee as the TNT championship. But they ruined it, and we're going to talk about that Touchdown in a second. Touchdown, Titans. Look at that. I just feel so good. This was a statement game, and this is a statement game that you needed. Granted, we are fresh as hell because we've had like two weeks, really, but I'll still take it regardless. No. And to John O. Smith, you know, Mr. FIU. Um, so bringing that back to AEW, you have your one-year anniversary tomorrow. They're going to have uh, you know, a couple surprises in there. You know, it, It's been a successful enough first year. You didn't get canceled, so that's good. You had some successful pay-per-views, and you brought in some establishment. Now, in your two expectations is keep it consistent. Uh, there was times where I watched you over NXT, but keep me invested. Develop your women's wrestling. You know That's what happens, because right now you're running on Thunder Rosa, who's the NWA champion for that um, program, to help you out. Build Sheeta, build your other women's divisions, figure out what you want to do, because that has been inconsistent. Rio won the uh, women's championship first, generally competing body, and then Nyla Rose won it, and then loses to Sheeta, and Sheeta's just kind of have no storytelling whatsoever. Figure out what you want to do, ladies and gentlemen. Tag team division, still stellar. This is like my year review of them. Mm. Loved your tag team, loved the story that you were doing with Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Now it's time to give them a good fight, and I do not need them to meet in a finals for a future title shot to break the relationship. You could have done simpler storytelling because you know what happens is they lost the tag team belts. Paige wants to keep it together. Omega wants to go separate and he's kind of begging him. He's like, nah, we're cool. We're done. It could have been really simple. This is the storyline. They get the rematch against FTR. Paige leaves him in the middle of the ring to just get destroyed by FTR and that's it. It's the best heel turn as opposed to creating another tournament because there's too many tournaments and I got sneeze. So this is where side <laughs> All right, I'm back. I'm back. I got it. I was able to do it in a couple of seconds. Jesus Christ. And then your AEW World Championship stuff, Moxley's going to lose eventually, not to Lance Archer, but either back to MJF or to who I think is going to be is Kenny Omega when he wins the tournament, which is fine. It kind of brings it full circle. Let me explain to you my problem what I had last week with them. So last week with Jericho's 30 years of wrestling. Congratulations, Chris. Love you. You, you, you. I'm drinking in, man, a little bit of the bubbly. You are 
somebody that's been through my generation's wrestling when I got into wrestling around late 1996, early 1997, when you were on the Cruisers with WCW, going against Dean Malenko as the Man of a Thousand Holds versus the Man of a Thousand One Holds, <laughs> and then now you're in AEW, you brought some prominence in there. AEW dropped the ball because last week they let him have the main event with Jake Hager against Luther and Serpentico. Um, Hager and him are not really a good tag team, but I think, okay, maybe he should have had the main event, but Luther is, for for a guy who's been in the business, seems like a nice guy, very green. Some A Twitter, which is savage for the wrestling community, said Luther is the most green veteran I've ever seen because he was slow moving, not coming in, and he didn't eat that Judas elbow. They did that as the main event over Brody Lee defending his TNT championship against Cody Rhodes in a dog collar match. It's a blood feud. It's escalated to this. It's a gimmick of gimmick matches, and apparently it was good. I, I watched a little bit of it, but then I did some other stuff for NXT. And you had that as like your mid mid TV match, as opposed to being your your pay per view or not your pay per view, but your main event. And I think that loses it. that, and I'm not happy with Cody winning the title because now you really just kind of depreciate Brody Lee. Because here's the thing you gotta understand about booking, Francisco. Hmm. You know, to learn a goof, booking is how you characterize winners, losers, and a program, right, and a storyline. Okay. When Brody Lee challenged Cody for the TNT Championship, he squashed Cody. He beat him within three minutes. Right? That, okay. That's pretty impressive. So when Cody comes back for a dog collar match, not only does Brody lose... Hold on, so, they, hold on get me back to terminology. What's What does the dog collar match mean? It wore dog collars. It oh. was a chain. Match, everything oh, in between. Oh, okay. Like Old right, school NWA, you know, style mm-hmm. that comes into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that NWA with uh, Easy and Ice Cube. It's NWA National Wrestling Alliance. Jesse <laughs> Rhodes... Honky, you know, Honky, no, Honky Talk Man, I think, was Memphis. Instead, it would be uh, Abdullah the Butcher, Ric Flair, of course, a few other ones. That's how that's how deep my knowledge is, because I even know the old school stuff. AWA, American Wrestling Alliance, or Association. Is it? I'll get back into it. I'm old. I, I'm, I'm allowed to have some mimics, you know, coming into it. Um, so, yeah, dog collar match, blood was shed. But here's the thing two problems I had with it, aside from it, aside from Brody Lee winning or losing and Cody Rhodes winning, is that you should have built up to a three-part feud to have the title match and dog collar match at the pay-per-view, man. You literally should have had it be where there's a rematch, the Dark Order comes in to help Brody cheat the win, and then you do the pay-per-view having the dog collar match, and then it looks good, right? And then it's acceptable. Instead, Brody holds it for a month, and then he loses it. And I don't know if it's for a better storyline purpose. So now Cody's a two-time TNT championship. He doesn't even need to be. Now he needs to be back into the main event game. And I understand that the whole purpose of him was like, hey, he lost to Jericho, so he said I'm going to do it. But you're you're like part of the part of the leaders. You're part of the president, man. You can do whatever the hell you want. You know, Just go have with it. Because now you've kind of like sucked out all the value to me of Brody Lee. As The guy's like 6'7". He's intimidating as hell, and now he looks like a punk. Because one... He challenged John Moxley too early, gets choked out and passes out, loses his AEW championship opportunity. Done, right? And now you have him hold the TNT championship, holds it for like a month, really only beat, what, Scorpio Sky and Orange Cassidy, and then Cody comes back in, doesn't even make it seem like that Brody killed him at all in the first match when he won the title, and now loses. And I'm like, eh, now I don't even want a third match. Now I feel bad for Brody. He left WWE for more prominence, and now he gets booked as a jobber to a degree. Mind you, he is getting TV time, so that's great, but still, it's not a smart move. And then for WWE, uh, they had the draft, right? They had the draft. 
so it makes it seem like you know Wait, things. So the draft happen. is when they put them in the different promos or whatever the different shows. different brands. It's a rumor: Raw, SmackDown, NXT. This right. time NXT was not part of it. So their way of the brand, whenever they do the draft, is truthfully to get more balance onto other sides. So if the mm. tag team division is weak, they might do this. They might do that. There's really no storyline play. And here's the problem, too. They'll draft guys to continue stories. But if that's the purpose, why even have it happen? And they did that. And there was some stuff I liked. And there was some stuff I hated. So a couple of the big noticeables. Seth Rollins goes to from Monday Night Raw to SmackDown. Great. You can have new feuds. What's the problem with that? They drafted the Mysterios. They've been feuding together, man, for like since June. And it has run its course completely. And not just that, but you also drafted his disciple, Murphy. So, damn, man, you can continue this silly storyline? No one wants it. They sent AJ Styles to Raw. That's fine. I don't really think he was doing anything to begin with in SmackDown. He was only going to really put over Big E as Big E's push might happen. So he's on Raw. Maybe he'll feud with Drew to keep Drew hot as a main eventer. They sent the Fiend from SmackDown to Raw. They brought over Alexa Bliss. They brought over Nikki Cross, who Nikki's going to kind of feud with Alexa a little bit. The Fina Raw kind of works. They sent Braun Strowman over to Raw. Um, they did a very weird thing, Francisco. Are you ready for this? Yeah. So there's the Raw Tag Team Champions. The Street Profits. There's the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, which is the New Day. Um, originally it was Shinsei, Nakamura, and Cesaro, but they lost to a returning Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. So Raw drafted SmackDown's tag team champions. SmackDown drafted Raw's tag team champions. So now you have champions on the alternating brands. And then they even made it weirder by they just said, oh, hey, we authorized for you to flip the titles. So now those who are the Raw champions are now the SmackDown champions and vice versa. So now you have teams getting now double billed as like the Street Profits are, the, are an NXT triple crown, or not NXT, but they're a tag team triple crown champions for having the NXT championships that they want to take over a couple a couple months back. So the Raw tag team championships that they didn't lose and now they didn't beat anybody to be deemed the SmackDown champion. So it's like I don't know, let's say the Rays win the American League championship and then the Dodgers win the National League championship and then they just baseball just says, you know what, they're, they're moving over to the other league. So the Rays are now the National League champions for whatever yeah. reason. It, it's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. But they did that because really what they're breaking up is the New Day. So the New Day was a faction that consisted of Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Biggie Langston, who's Biggie now. Kofi had the singles run when he won the world championship, which was fantastic last year. It was great. It's the reason why I hate Vince McMahon because when he does SI shit that I hate, he does great things that I love with natural organic booking. And giving Kofi the title was for six months too. And yeah, he lost to Brock Lesnar, but that's not here nor there. Because guys built like Brock Lesnar should beat Kofi Kingston. You know, Brock is a scary human being. We scorn Brock. We don't even score. We just run like hell. You know, in that sense. Brock looks like he eats babies. Probably does. Um, but Biggie's going to kind of get that push. Push meaning you're going to have some relevance, some, some storyline attire, some some big championship titles and big paydays, but they're kind of doing it small. And I think he's going to go against the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. We're going to talk about that. I'm just wet with the thought of how great he is as the tribal chief. It's fantastic. Um, but they're going to kind of do it. So they separate him out. So maybe the idea is that he doesn't have his boys to support him. So he's on his own. Is this a smart idea? 
I don't know. Is it an idea? It's an idea, right? And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Can Biggie create a character without the New Day that keeps people invested and most importantly keeps the audience of one that is Vince McMahon invested? Because Vince does have dudes pay his dues. You know, and Vince also rewards the guys who pay their dues and stay in. That's how Dolph Ziggler gets title shots. That's how Natalia gets title shots. If you're a soldier and you go for Vince, he'll reward you. But he usually rewards you with either title shots for the main title, but never wins. And then, you know, mid-card championships, sure. Rey Mysterio won the U.S. championship the day after he lost to Brock Lesnar Survivor Series last year. Because why? There's a loyalty base there. Natalia was able to get the Women's SmackDown Championship um, a couple years back, and also challenged for Becky Lynch two SummerSlams ago, I believe. So there's some loyalty in there. But Biggie, are you are you going to reward him for being loyal and staying with the brand for so long? When a couple years back, before the formation, of the New Day, you were going to fire him or send him back to NXT. What were you going to do? I'm very curious. I need to know. Storylines. Hell in a Cell, buddy. A couple weeks away. You know what Hell in a Cell is? It's that yes. big cage that's mm-hmm. barbed in. Boy, right now, there's announced three Hell in a Cell matches. This is what I'm emphasizing on because the card's not done. You have Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. I expect Randy to win because it's time. Drew has held the belt for six months, and it has been a fine reign. I'm not against it, but I don't think any of the guys that are on the Raw roster are going to beat Drew for that title, so you have to give it to Randy because Drew, as a face Losing the title can feud against AJ, can feud against Braun Strowman. There's stuff there to work with. I don't know who you have Randy to feud with, except for maybe Matt Riddle as a startup in the cold months, but let Vince figure that out when they have to. So that's my thoughts on that portion. You have Bailey and Sasha Banks. They technically had a title match on Friday Night SmackDown, and then they were smart to have it end early by disqualification. So those two ladies who have history in NXT, they had the Iron Women match where Bailey won. It was great. Um, at what is it, Takeover Brooklyn? They're just good. They have good chemistry. The storyline has been very good. Bailey as a heel is great, as she's been undefeated for like 400 plus days. SmackDown Championship, and it's going to go inside Hell in a Cell. Sasha was in last year's Hell in a Cell against Becky Lynch. It was phenomenal. And the biggest mistake that they had was not have Sasha take the belt off of Becky. Um, but now they have that opportunity. Let's see what happens there, right? And of course, let me let me talk about. The storyline that should have been a one-off, but there was so much potential and so much greatness that they extended it to two months. Jimmy or Jey Uso and Roman Reigns. See, even I get the Usos confused. But Jey Uso has been killing it. The match, as you know from Clash of Champions, was one of my favorites for storyline purposes because the wrestling itself was average for the storyline where he's just like, acknowledge me as your tribal chief. And then his brother Jimmy comes out with the white towel, the sword. I love it. But they're continuing it because in Roman's eyes, it's not a victory. In the tribal chief's eyes, it's not a waving the white flag. In the tribal chief's eyes, it's a sign of disrespect that you don't have the wherewithal and the common sense to just call me your tribal chief. So now i got to hurt you. And he told Jay last week, you want to wrestle me again with the stipulations? There's going to be consequences for it. So, Francisco, hear me out. The hell in a cell structure, right? It seems pretty dangerous. We know about Mick Foley constantly going through the damn Hell in a Cell structure to die. He's done a couple of times. We know about Shane McMahon going off the top of it against The Undertaker and crashing through the table and then falling to his death against Kevin Owens when Sami Zayn pulls him out. We know these things. But now, for the first time ever, and I love it, I love it because Jey Uso has competed in a Hell in a Cell tournament or championship match when he was defending the tag belts against the New Day with his brother, the Usos against them. And it was great. It tag team Hell in a Cell. Roman 
And it was about several Hell in a Cell matches. I won't, you know, give into it. My favorite one was him and Rusev. Rusev had the chains to go on the accolade with them. But they are, for the first time ever, going to do a I Quit match in a Hell in a Cell. And it sounds just as it sounds. Whoever says I quit loses. So it's a basically so, a, uh, an endurance type of thing? It's how much... No mas, no mas. No, it's, it's Roberto Duran, man. No mas. And Roman has just been so good because he, he feels like the Samoan godfather. The way he talks, it, it's just great because he's like, Jay, I love you. You're my family, but there's going to be consequences. I'm like, oh, man, tell me you're going to make him an offer. You can't refuse. I'm ready. I'm so ready for the tribe because, you know, I, I, side note, why I relate to the Roman is I have wrestling nicknames for the people that work in my program, right? So... <laughs> You know, one of them, you know, Ross is the boss, Ross, Aurora before she was the man Medina. All these people. Derek's the one, the only the original DC. I didn't know what I wanted to name myself, but I'm the tribal chief, Francisco. I'm the tribal chief, all right? And I need a tribal chief shirt. You know, I, I need a shirt, Vince McMahon, that says acknowledge me as your tribal chief. And I will wear it to the gym. I'll buy two of them. I'll do it. I swear. But I'm loving it because this is a storyline so natural, so pure, and had potential to continue that they did, and I think it's what killed The Fiend versus Roman Reigns at Hell in the Cell, because remember, that title was originally The Fiends, but sometimes you have to, that's why it's called Card Subject to Change. You got, you have to just go, man, and just like Fall Guys, it's just so good that you want to keep investing into it, so I'm excited, and we'll have more for that, but I think that's what I got for you right now. Okay. Alright, man, that's that, that's it for the show. I think we did good. All right, we didn't mention a certain thing that happened over the weekend. At least not. We didn't go into it. We didn't go much of it. All right, the damn dirty Astros are winning one nothing right now. What the hell's up with that? Come on, Tampa. Things happen. Uh, Dodgers actually scored runs today. They scored three right now, seven to three. So we'll see what happens there. And your beloved Titans, twenty-eight to ten. Yeah. Let's see if they I can mean... cruise to a victory. Yeah, you, you have to be really bad to kind of come up, but I'll take this because, you know, put some respect on my name. Mm. Put some respect on the name, even though I put no respect on the Titans' name all the time. All but right. Give it to me. That's it for us, folks. Andrew will most likely be with us next week, and we can finally talk about some college football. That is, of course, if there's not more massive outbreaks of the virus. Anyways. Take care, everybody. I think we're we're done here. I'm gonna probably play uh, some Super Mario Bros. 35. I'm out. Good night, everybody. I'm probably getting Wendy's because I'm hungry, and today's my <laughs> day. Mm, nice. <laughs>